0: Welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net, and I'm joined as always by Sam Townsend from SamTownsendMusic.cf.cf.California. California. Very topical, very red hot chili peppers. California. Thank you very much. Let's move on. Incorrect. Uh, Croatia, Yeah, that, incorrect. Oh, is it one of your city ones where it doesn't refer to anything to do with the country? It is a hard one. Okay, give me a clue. What does the country start with? It starts with C. Okay. Ooh, 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 ooh. La 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 la. Three la, words. La. Oh, ah, the Costa del Sol, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my God, I'm sat in a squeaky chair. But we'll we'll play one, shall plow we? On. Not the Costa del Sol, not Croatia for, and not... Not uh, the first thing that you said. Right. California. Uh, what's the second word? Don't give me the first word, give me the second word. What, the second full word? Yes. Is that a giveaway? Yeah, a bit of one. Okay, give me the first letter of the second word. A. Are you tapping your foot repeatedly? Yes. Thank you for stopping. A. Ah. Give me the, th- the first letter of the third word. Ah. Cuns and, Cuns and Roses. No. Nope. Close, but no cigar. Close, but no cigar. That's, I mean, that's moving further away from... Countries, a and also we all answer. know that it's not an and in Guns and Roses, it's an and. Yeah, the correct answer is Central African Republic. Oh, you knob jockey. <laughs> <laughs> you of <out to> twat! <laughs> Well, there you go. I can't help it, mate. Terrible, Don't... terrible clues. I'm, there's no world in which I'm going to sit here and say Central African Republic when you give me a domain name. Well, you know, you didn't get it. You're bitter. Mm. A bitter and twisted individual. A bitter man. I'm right. going to celebrate. What are you going to have the celebration with? Oh, well, should we get the sponsor out? Get him out of the way. Get them out the way. It's a big one. Uh, I was absolutely thrilled to have been contacted by OneStop. Uh, for those of you who live outside the UK, that is a convenience convenience store. Convenience store. Uh, they contacted me today and said, "Come on up, Camden Hells have been in touch. They want you to. They want to offer you twelve cans of Camden Hells." So I went up and and uh, picked them up. So snaffled I them up. For listeners in the US, uh, a convenience store is like a twenty four seven. Apart from it's not open twenty four seven, it's open. About what 18.7? But they're bloody convenient. Uh, well, unless you want to, for example, buy a, a can of Camden Hells at 3 a.m. Okay, I'll do the taste test. Delightful. Oh, you, now I know you like it. Mouthfeel? Mouthfeel, prickly, yet responsive. <laughs> That's the least <laughs> likely first word that you've ever uttered. A prickly beer. Hmm. But responsive. No, responsive. Responsive to the tongue. Okay, well I'm gonna announce that I am this time not sponsored no, by Carling. No, a massive it, development. It's for a you. change. Um, Tesco's contacted me and said that Carling wished to stop their sponsorship. Termination of the uh, Termination due to the fact they'd raised the prices of a pack of Carling. Yeah. And Fosters had immediately contacted Tesco's and said we've dropped our price if you use Club Card. Which you did. Which I did. And so the new sponsorship was born. I'll give it a a taste of your Yeah, yeah. Here it goes. Tilted back. That's it. Oh, He looks thoughtful. And again, I'm sponsored by Chubba Chub. So a little bit of lolly. Just a lolly for the backup. I do drink my beers without the aid of a lolly. Mm. I'm going to say that's... Empathetic mm. but pathetic. Wow. Mm. Pathetically empathetic or empathetically pathetic? Empathetically pathetically empathetic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that is a glowing endorsement for your new sponsor. Absolutely. And of course we've got generic blue cool box, box blue, because we it. once again face to face. Face to face in and out of the garage again. You may hear birds tweeting. Yes, you may hear the boiler boiling. You may hear anything happen within this garage, because of course I am outside the garage. Once again, we're on a bitterly cold April evening. Yes, I've got my big jacket on. I think your jacket's going to prove too noisy and you're going to have to go and get a different coat. You rub your arms together. Yeah. No, I don't that, do this. That's, man. that's going to be a problem. This is that's fine. I'll, I, I'll remain still. Okay. Completely still. Completely All you can move emotions. is your head. How <laughs> are you going to pick your beer up? Yeah, I can hear that. that, that that's too much noise. I'll take it off. Okay. We've got our new T-shirts, of which oh, we have just done some promotional shots. We certainly have. We'll put them on Twitter afterwards. We have... Uh, thank you to Tom Pope for that wonderful Diddy Let You Know design. Um, mm, yes, Tommy Pope. Purchases have been made of the T-shirts by listeners. Yes. And we have two designs at the moment. Uh, uh, Diddy Let You Know with the small logo at the top of the back, or the big logo, which I favour... You do favour, and that. frankly, if you order a T-shirt, they're all because we're not expect, <laughs> because we're not actually big enough as a podcast to do a merch store. We're ordering ordering them individually, yeah, and they send them from Europe. Actually, I've discovered so. I think maybe the, the Netherlands, th- yeah, the Netherlands, yeah, oh yeah. I ordered a, a ball, uh, a Christmas decoration, a ball, a, a, bauble, a bauble, a bauble, a bauble, a bauble. What good is bauble? Yes. So we have a couple of thanks to say. First of all. Again, thanks to Tom Pope for that wonderful Did You Let You Know design. Yes. Um, we thanked him before and we'll thank him again. Yeah. No doubt about oh, that. Oh, yes. Thank you. Uh, put a review on Apple, on Spotify, on podcatchers of your choice and it may get read out. Well, we it have, will. We have a nice, well, it might not. If they come flooding in. Oh, yeah. If we get over 60, hmm. then we won't read the 61st. No, we won't. So get in there now. Be in <laughs> yeah. the first 60 <laughs> yeah. per fortnight. Yes. We have a lovely review from Johnny Guitar, insightful and amusing. Chilli Pepper chat. Five golden stars. Five five golden (laughs) stars. Four
1: calling
0: birds, (laughs) three French hens, two turtle doves. And a partridge in a pear tree. Lovely. Mm. Anyway, back to the review. Two knowledgeable, humorous, and sometimes tipsy brothers Ah. chat with immense insight, passion, and hilarity about the greatest live band in the multiverse. It's a lovely uh, Marvel. Lovely use there. of the uh, word multiverse. However, such merriment is derived from their frequent, highly amusing asides, like uh, singing Partry, um, 12, what part, part of the Twelve Days of Christmas, that I'm sure even non chili Pepper fans would enjoy this. Well, I think that that is the, the highest compliment that you can pay anybody. Well, exactly. Especially a Chili Peppers podcast. Yeah, this podcast would appeal to Chili Peppers people. fans and Christmas fans. Yeah. Well, yes. We haven't yet had someone write in to say this could appeal to to those even who actively hate the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think if you actively dislike slash hate the Red Hot Chili Peppers, this is not. The, couldn't we couldn't quite reach them? It's not the forum for you. No. But if you just want to hear two people have a bit of a laugh, sing some Christmas songs, get shit faced. This is the place for you. This is the place. (laughs) Oh, lovely. Thank you very much. For you. We also will (laughs) thank Oliver Price. Ollie Price. Oh, my word. We have received a lovely, lovely gift. I've left it indoors. We've received a beautiful, beautiful gift. One each. Ollie is the New Portland ambassador. He is. The Isle of Portland. Yes, although I recently was chatting to a, a relative of mine. And I referred to Portland as an island, and he said it's not an island. Well, I think it's one of those places that might be slightly joined. Why don't we go from the person who actually lives there? Yes, well, that's what I thought, but it is slightly joined. Yeah. Um, You know, so it's up for debate, but I'm saying island. Well, I'm going to say island in that case. Fine. And anyway, the gift we received, Ollie is a, a, a blacksmith... He works in a forge. I'm not entirely sure about uh, the the denomination of job if you work in a forge. But a he forgery? is... forgery. Oh, well no, because that would that would suggest he's not a real person who works real in a forge. <laughs> no, it's not Ollie Pope. You're confusing Tom Pope with Ollie Price. Though. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so please take no offence to Ollie Pope. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Tom Pope and Oliver Price. Yes, Ollie Price. Two, two we apologise fully and oh, formally no, to it, you. Easily done. Easily done. Ollie Price is <laughs> the ambassador for Portland Pipey. Pipey. <laughs> Pricey. Yeah. Pricey. Yeah, I know. It's a joke. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I, I, I will not have <laughs> no, no. the name uh, of our ambassadors got wrong. Oh no! Well, you called no, because you called him Oliver Pipe. That's all. <laughs> Fine. Um, yeah, Pipey <laughs> sent us down to beautiful. Yes. Forged in the fires of Mordor. Yeah, well, I believe, as far as we know. Well, the 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 fires of is Por- Mordor on Portland? <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's in, it is. It's it? in Middle Earth. Yeah, when they, they say we're going to Mordor and then Mordor Bilbo says, "Isn't that what's that noise? Isn't that, isn't that in Portland? <laughs> what was that noise? That, that was um... <laughs> sorry about that. It wasn't a cookie. This is no, either. no. It was a different noise. That's a doorbell. Mm, what does, does that signify? So, is at your door. The, yes. Oh, is that a delivery of sorts? No, there's no. It's just a, it's just a message. It's just a random noise. Yeah, I just turned it off. So we were sent down. I'm using mine as a coaster. We have got the yes. classic red hot chili peppers asterisks. Oh, it's wonderful. It's absolutely beautiful. It's got that lovely kind of hammerite finish to it. Yes, um, hammerite for those who don't know what hammerite was. And Ollie, you might not know this because you are a oh, younger really man, nice significantly younger than us. Um, is a paint that when you spray it on, gives the impression of hammered metal. He used to be big in the late 80s. He'll, he'll, he'll 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 be familiar with hammer. Of course he will. He's a forge. He's a a a forge. He's he's a fake (laughs) pipe. Anyway, thank you so much. They're absolutely beautiful. I'm going to use mine as a coaster. So I'm going to put felt underneath it. Mm. And, um, them, and then place it on it. A- <laughs> <laughs> place it on the surface. put <laughs> a drink on top of it. <laughs> yeah. Sam, you are gonna use your de- 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 sharpen it as a decorative. I'm gonna item. I'm gonna, We recently received another item from a from a listener. So I'm going to stick my asterisk on the wall. With my Oh, so yes, the other listener sent us the when we did the we talked about structure. And experimentation in being CD Creativity. So we're going to close those. Yes. And that, that was a lovely, lovely gift from so, another listener. Yes. So I'm going to put that up. And I'm, what I'm doing is assembling a little corner where I display things that were sent in by listeners. Put stuff that's sent in. Yeah. So if you want to get into my corner, send right. me something in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If you want to be part of Sam's little corner. Yeah. Then you know what you've got to do. You've got to email Ben Townsend Music. <laughs> yeah. You've got to contact Ben. <laughs> <laughs> ben Townsend Music at hotmail.com. Yeah. And um, tell us what you want to send us. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't have to be made of metal. But I'll tell you what. Oh, these, something they, that solid was fantastic. Oh, they, they, they are wonderful. They're wonderful. So this is part two of the Uplift Mofo party plan. We it's once it. again engage the services of both drum ambassador Jack Johnson, a.k.a. Jack Fox. Yes. And we again engaged the services of local man, Amace mm. slash Andy Mason. Amace to the pod. Yes. Uh, Amace, to those who haven't listened to part one, which would be weird. Uh, if you haven't, go back oh, It in. can happen. It can happen. To new listeners, Amace is a local man to our area. He searched for Chili's Peppers podcast. Yes. And he came across us. Amace was, of course, a fan of the Chili's. Before us, a few years before us, and so yeah. he started picking up on their work around the Mother's Milk era, but then went back. He's got that vinyl copy of uh, Oomph, mm. which we're also uh, jealous of. Very uh, well, well gel, well gel indeed. And he's just got a, a, a knowledge of that early era, which is well, he lived that early era, and we didn't. No, well, we did, but we just weren't listening to Chili's at the No, time. yeah, we did live through it. We discussed this last time, so. And previously, we discussed also the history around this uh, time uh, when this album was released. Who was in the band? What was happening? The ins and outs. The fact that pretty much everyone involved seems to be called Jack. Yes, it was a trip. It was triple Jack action last episode. We had Jack Sherman leaving, Jack Iron still in, and our own drum ambassador Jack Johnson, aka Jack Fox, aka JJ. Yes, triple Jack action. The more Jacks, the better. So exactly. Well, if you're playing poker, if you've got four jacks, you're probably going to win that hand. Quads. Hmm. Love to get a set of quads. Love to get three jacks. A set of quads or just quads? Uh, a set is three. Hmm. So three <laughs> lots of quads. <laughs> yeah, look at me go. In the I've poker got, chat. I've got, We've got three got a lots set of quads. quads yeah. <laughs> no one's beating that hand. Right. <laughs> right. Shall we move on to then song number one Mm. on part two, which is actually song number seven on side two? When I say that, it's actually song number one on side two of the Uplift MoFo Party Plan. It's song seven. Mm. (laughs) It's called Subterranean Homesick Blues, and we are going in now, diving in at maximum volume. Coming out there of Subterranean Homesick Blues, Red Hot Chili Peppers, styly, freaky styly, if you will. Sam, talk to me a little bit about Subterranean Homesick Blues. First of all, what's your feelings on the original, the Dylan version? Oh, uh, as Dylan goes, I don't mind it. I like Subterranean Homesick Blues a lot, as Dylan goes. Do you like Dylan as a rule? I like I would say. What's your favorite Bob Dylan album? Oh, that's a good question. It's <sighs> you. It's Highway 61 Revisited. Right. I mean, you can You can You are allowed to say the best of Bob Dylan. The best of Bob Dylan. Sorry, I should. I shouldn't. I. Can you ask me that again? and We'll do the proper Alan Partridge thing. Yeah. What's your favorite Bob Ooh. Dylan album? Oh, sorry, I, I came in early. Go again. What's your favorite Bob Dylan album? Ooh, tough one. I think I'd have to say the best of Bob Dylan. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's Highway 61 Revisited, which is also my favourite Bob Dylan song. If you haven't listened to Highway 61 Revisited, the song, please go and do it. I'm guessing it's an album. I can't vouch for the quality of the rest of the songs. But Subtrainer Homesick Blues is a great song, and it's got an iconic video. as well. It has. It has. It's a famous song. It's a very famous video. One of the first promotional... uh, Videos, if you will. Oh, you, are you talking from your research? Yes. Well, before you start doing that, let's just delve into how this came about. I sent you a, a WhatsApp message saying, Can you do the research on Dylan and his version of Substrate and Homesick Blues? Yes, to which I did not reply. Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> did I resend that? Yes, yes, the next day. And I've come around tonight. Yes, slightly outside your garage. Yeah. And I see you're holding a very small piece of paper that has your wife's handwriting on it. Yes. What happened there? Well, I was uh, watching the football. <laughs> right. What, uh, a, what a committed podcaster this man is. And I suddenly realized I hadn't done my research. When was this? Um, earlier, earlier. About. A today, couple of uh, hours, five thirty. Yes. Fine. So I said to my I wife, "I was doing sick." Can, <laughs> yeah, can you write down these words that I'm about to read to, to you off Wikipedia? Off Wikipedia? Yeah. <laughs> and she did. And here it is. We'll read them out. It's, it's, it's in it. depth. That is, an, that is a, it's a. a six. It, well, it's just larger than a, a, a stamp. Here we go. Subterranean Homesick Blues by Bob Dylan, released on March the eighth, nineteen sixty-five. From the album "Bringing It All Back Home," which another one of my favorites. Yeah, yes, indeed. Uh, peaked at number thirty-nine on the Billboard Top One Hundred, and mm. was in fact his first top forty hit. Only just, yeah, it counts. I suppose um, technically listed by Rolling Stone magazine. Now, can you guess as the something oh, greatest all- song of all time? Hang on, I've got to say something. I also like the song "Like a Rolling Stone." Yeah, so do by I, Bob Dylan. Can I you ask me, sir? That's not well done, in. that's Simon Garfunkel. What's the one about a boxer? Oh, the hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the boxer might be Paul Simon Solo. Yes. Uh, what's the question again? Uh, listed by Rolling Stone magazine as the something greatest song of all time. So there's a number in there. Oh, okay. Uh, j- quick question. Yes. Is it got two, two numbers in that number or three numbers in that number? Three numbers in the number. <laughs> sure. Right. The 832nd. No, no, they like it more than that. The 423. They like it more than that. The 100. They like it less than that. The 200. They like it less than that. The 300. They like it in that area. And 50 L- more. The 340. More. 30. Less. The 340? L- more. The 330. <laughs> the 332nd greatest song of all time. Wow. What's an accolade? And where did they put the Chili's version? 333rd. Didn't, didn't make it. <laughs> John Lennon found the song to be so captivating, he didn't think he could write a song to compete with it. But he kept trying, bless him. Yeah, he did. And Peter Buck... Ooh, says hello, ...says that it's the Yay. end of the world as we know it, it is a, is a homage to... Bob Dylan's Subterranean Homesick Blues. Now, I know what you're thinking, small amount of research, but quality content. Quality content, and of course it brings it into one of the four bands that we talk about, R.E.M. REM Interestingly, the guitarist of R.E.M. said that when the most notable thing about Subterranean Homesick Blues and the song that he's talking to, which is The End of the World, Mm. uh, that was Michael Stipe doing that kind of um, stream of conscious lyrics. Yes, very fast delivery of the So presume he must have said at some point to Peter Buck. Unless Peter Buck is a fabricator, a liar, a forger. Well, no, Peter Buck... Unless he's a forger. Ah, yes, unless he's one of Pipey's type. Mm. A, a pipe type. <laughs> yeah. Unless he's a forger or a fabricator or a liar. Yes. That um, presumably Michael Slope said to him... Well, he doesn't is... say that. He just says the song is a homage. Well, how does he know? He's in the band. Hmm buck you're a liar if you're not don't go on record and say that no buck you're a truther yeah (laughs) so that's balanced out let's balance it out Mm. buck you're in the middle yeah you're neither a liar or a truth (laughs) (laughs) teller i'll tell you what if peter buck listens to this i will be staggered (laughs) well i'd like to invite him on so he can set the record straight (laughs) but only lie yeah true um we should also say this is our 50th episode i know Fifty Great. episodes deep. Fifty episodes. I mean, it seems like a, a lot of episodes, but it also seems like we've been doing this for quite a long time, so. Well we have, but we didn't do it once a fortnight. Yeah. And prior to that it was it, there was no, no There was no structure. structure. Until the godfather, of course, of the podcast, Alex Vadette, yes, yes. contacted us and got yes. us on the Fortnite schedule. Exactly. And, so Alex, if you're still listening which you may or may not be, of course. Yeah. Haven't been in touch for a while, Alex, if you are listening. If you you are, well, if you are listening Carry on listening. Yeah. And if you're not listening, then start listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, that's what we've got. It's very straightforward. But I think what we do is we don't necessarily pump them out on a daily basis, or even a weekly basis, but we do do length. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, so that's our thoughts on Dylan. Yes. This is, you can do some um, GC while I have a swig of my beer, please. Sure. Now, in the early 1980s, uh, in a city called Los Angeles in the state of California. That's enough. I love the way you actually picked up a bit of paper, <laughs> which I know for a fact is JJ's drum notes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to do the drum notes early. No, he's not. That's my golden concept. Okay, let's get into A Mace's thoughts on this tune, then, shall we? Sure, like? sure. So I'm just going to have to a go. Hello, man. A local man indeed. I'm going to have to whiz back to a different email. He, he speaks candidly about the fact that he was a 15-year-old when he first heard of Bob Dylan through his dad's music. Oh, have you printed those out? Yes, I'm very well organised. I've got no access to printer at the moment. Uh, I'm yes. on AMACE, you're on JJ, so can I have oh, your yeah, Brian AMS AMS, There you go. Have you got your JJ notes? Yeah, I've got it. i you've printed them in micro font again. Yes, absolutely. Okay, as a 15-year-old boy, AMACE has heard of Bob Dylan through his dad's music. But he didn't have any knowledge of it apart from it being quite folky, and it is. The, the Dylan version is basically an acoustic guitar, drums, bass, and a, and a bit of electric lead guitar, but nothing like the Chilis. I, uh, that that for me is is the the best quality of the Chilis version is that it, they've taken it, they've taken this source material and transformed it into something
1: I've i
0: I've written it's a complete overhaul. It's a total overhaul, complete overhaul. Yeah, <laughs> so so let's go through Amos again. I've seen the video of the song, Legendary, Iconic, ah, somewhere as the Iconic cards, the lyrics, he dropped as it went on. Couldn't remember the actual song. Now, this is interesting. He says, it's funny how CDs and streaming are now the norm because this song starts as soon as Behind the Sun ends. Mm. And it kind of reverses in, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, sorry, that was... Oh, yeah, I can't... <laughs> um, if that came out, I'm sorry. It did. What was it? You sniffing? Yes. Okay. Um, so the difference here between streaming and what we used to do on tapes and vinyl, and I know we used to do vinyl, but tapes, there was always specific points where something finished hmm. and he turned it over. Well, that's the beauty of, of some of the, ch- the, the way the Chili's do it. As Amy says, it started straight away. And a song that, another song that does that is If You Have To Ask. Absolutely. Well, it doesn't because you've got the intro. Yeah, but that's the start of the song. Oh, right. So you're saying it comes straight in after the power of yeah. Okay. Well, we can't talk about it, obviously. No, but I'm just saying. Uh, yes. Do you admit that the introduction of a song is part of the song? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking about the vocals. But yes, you're right. As soon as power of a bam. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can agree with you there. Okay. I remember being really excited by this song, as the way AK sang it was really fresh and rappy. And rappy is in... Quotes. Yes. I knew it was a really different interpretation of Dylan Original. The lyrics were comment on society. Very cool indeed to a kid from Holbury now living in Hythe. Of course, because yeah. in the last episode you placed. I speculated. You spec. Well, you said you placed uh, a in Holbury. Yes. How yes. many times did you place him there? I know the poor Unknown. man. He was too polite to How say. How often have you taken you him take back me to, to Holbury? Still <laughs> taking me to Holbury. I live in Hythe. Um, yes. Exactly. I mean, D- Dylan, you know, to to us growing up in the 90s, listening to Dylan and, and various artists through our parents, I think a lot of people can can uh, relate to discovering music through their parents. Neil Diamond. Yes. I don't know if he can relate to discovering music through his parents, but... I bet he can. Uh, the Everly Brothers. Sure. I presume he listened to them. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's what we all did. But listening to this version of Subterranean Homesick Blues by the Red Chili Peppers... that's the longest possible way you could announce it (laughs) 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 you could have said listen to Subby B by the chillies (laughs) (laughs) yeah well it is it's an unbelievable if you know the original and then you hear this what do you think Dylan made of this at the time? I think that he would have thought it was transcendent okay so but is that good or bad? Uh, it's good okay but to be transcendent or t- transcending, yeah, is good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, really, it's neither good or bad. No, it's in the middle. Yeah, it's, it's like it, Peter Buck. It, he's ni- it's neither truth nor a <laughs> lie. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I mean, it's so different to his version. I'm not sure whether he could have. He wouldn't have recognized it. it. He wouldn't have recognized no, it if it came have on the radio. It, actually, that's true. Because the great thing, as well. As you're saying, it's a, it's a reimagining of the song. It's a total overhaul. Yeah, it's a complete overhaul. <laughs> <laughs> the only I, It put me to thinking about other songs that have been completely overhauled. Go on. The one that springs to mind was very topical because of what happens in this song as well. I love the song Word Up by Gun. You do, that's very true. Which is originally by Cameo, mm. which is a very disco-y song. Well, it's a disco song. Mm. And Gunn grabbed it by the Nadgers and turned it into one of the best rock songs I've ever heard. Yes, yes. What, it was a total... A t- total <laughs> overhaul. When were Gun formed? I would say in the 90s. So after Guns N' Roses? Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. So, I mean... I know, yeah, but they're spelt G-U-N-N, I think, Gun. Yeah, oh, so not, not, not... Which is actually, if they put an apostrophe on the second N... They'd yeah. be even more Gun, tight Gun and Ra- Gun and Gun and they, They're actually called Gun <laughs> They thought Yeah Gun got together and thought Un I, I just need someone else to join yeah. <laughs> need one more member <laughs> Yeah And then they didn't join So, <laughs> so he just so took, took away the apostrophe and, and backspaced it into the orig- The first word of the band Deleted Yeah exactly Yeah Deleted Clever yes, And they were off Clever Clever clever. Don't trust them <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, and also in this song, we're going to get to it a bit later, they play the exact chords from the cameo song, Word Up, yes. and they play it in the exact same style as Gunn do it for the introduction of, of Word Up. You know, later on in the song, mm. it goes. there's that breakdown towards the end where it goes, jang, 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 jang. Probably one of my favourite parts. Because it sounds like Word Up by Gun. No, I just just like it. I don't like it. Oh, shit, because it sounds like Word Up By Gun. No, because it's completely incongruous to the rest of the song. Yeah, it just grabs me. It just grabs me and makes me think, oh, yes, Word Up By Gun. (laughs) (laughs) I just like that section. I don't. Audibly, I enjoy it. Well, that's the only thing we've got to go on. (laughs) It's not a visual medium. No, it's not. But if it was, I think I would still enjoy it. Now, most notably we've got, well, I say most necessarily, we've got everything's completely different. The bass is completely different. The drums are completely different. The guitar is completely different. But look at the Swan and his vocal delivery and the changing of the meter and the structure of the melody. Yeah. And it, they it actually chop out whole verses towards the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no real chorus. And, and for that, I think the Swan is a genius here because he, it's, as we said, it's really unrecognisable yeah. as compared to the Dylan song. That's not only the band doing that, it's the Swan, the, the way the Swan is delivering the, the lyrics. It's amazing, like when you actually like li- listen to the, the the music. It's very difficult to imagine how you would go about delivering those words, but he does it. He does it, and this takes me back to what Josh said. You know, he is he he can sing to anything, or rap to anything in, in this case. But he, yeah, he does an absolutely fantastic job. It's wonderful. I have written down the swan ads, a little bit of that swan special sauce. Crikey! Now on the Dylan version, there's no real chorus. No, the, the lookout kid is just thrown in. Yeah. the main body of the song is the is the verses. The other great thing they do is they take that and they t- the the main part of this song, I think, is that is, big is kicks in with the um, you know, with uh, Hillel coming in with that big crunchy distorted guitar. Yeah, sound. that's when it really gets going. Them coming in, lookout kid. Yeah, yeah, it's real real good stuff well it is and actually it's it's repetitive but it doesn't get boring well no Hillel's playing a really non-stop guitar line here it's based around the 12th and 14th frets but it's all about that hand motion that rhythm always going Mm. so it sounds really funky yeah it's a really clear kind of glassy tone I love I love it when guitarists play chords or play um play play their licks but you can always feel or hear mm. or sense that strumming hand going yeah. and they're skilled enough to be muting out of the strings it gives it a real flow a real funky feel yes yes indeed going back to the drums jj says again with this one as so many of the other songs on the album jack keeps it fairly straight down the middle mm. don't know if you could hear me there because i wasn't speaking into my mic the kick and snare are sounding tight and keep their head nodding, which I think they do. He switches the pattern slightly from verse to chorus, uh, and the kick drum matches the bass playing, uh, which is a bit more staccato and rigid compared to the funky, free-flowing playing in the verses. Now, what we've got... Thank you, JJ. Thank you, JJ. <laughs> I'm not so sure about the bass guitar here on this song. In the verses, it's very bubbly. It's almost like a disco sounding bass yeah it's got an effect on it that gives it for me that kind of 70s disco bass vibe it's all right yeah you've never been a fan of of 70s 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 disco disco vibes now i haven't apart from when i watched the film starsky and hutch well that that is a film which does transport you back to the 70s oh it does and i love it it's it's an overlooked film and it's underrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what, what does he say? He says you've just gone up. It. You've just gone up a. Yeah. Snoop Dogg's in it. He says you've just gone up a. You've just gone up. You a, 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 a rung in my estimation. Yeah. He puts on rung, rung one. one. <laughs> <laughs> so the bridge, uh, the core. You got that bubbly on the, bubbly bass on the bubbly. The bubbly bass on the verses, but Flea then turns off the effect in the chorus, and it gives it that big yeah. hit yeah. on the lookout yeah. kid on the bridge. He changes key, but keeps the punchy bit going on. Now, I'm going to talk about two things, but I want to talk about the flea... The, I'm going to skip something. I'm going to skip the talk box bit. The talk box bit. Fine. We've got flea's bass solo. What do we make of that? To me, it does not work so well. I would. This is not something I'll often say about flea. I think it's cheesy. Cheesy flea? Cheesy flea. A cheesy flea. Oh, my word. Well... Yeah, I mean, I'm not a massive fan of it. I'll, I'll, I'll admit that. No, I won't admit that it's cheesy. What would you admit to? Well, not it's not my favourite part of the song. Let's leave it at that. I think it is unnecessary. Yeah. I'll go further. Unnecessarily cheesy. Is that even possible? Well, I, I, I slipped up this morning, Sam. I made myself a cheese toastie on a Breville sandwich maker. Understood. I loaded it full of cheese. Right. I like cheese. Yes. I stepped outside to make a phone call. Shit. I came back. The weight of the Breville Toasty Maker, the top of it, yes. which is designed to press down on said toaster sandwich, of course it is. had squeezed out all of my cheese. Yes, so it was all on the side? I basically had a ham sandwich. <laughs> a hot
1: ham sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> a,
0: a hot and crispy ham sandwich <laughs> with a load of bubbling cheese next to it. Uh, that's probably... That may be what, what... If you put subterranean homesick blues into a brevel toasted sandwich maker. Perhaps you'd end up with Flea's cheesy bass solo all over the side. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe the crispy ham sandwich was subtrained in Home City Blues. Yes. And the the, the, side, and the cheese the massive portion of bubbling cheese I had on side, which I'm ashamed to admit, once I finished the crispy ham sandwich, you lit no shoveled into my mouth. <laughs> oh you are an animal I certainly am that was Flea's cheesy bass. Yes. Let's go back to the song. Easy. Cheesy, yeah, easy fleezy, easy fleezy, cheesy peasy. (laughs) I had a a fleezy, cheesy peasy sandwich, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's talk box in this, Sam. And as you know, I'm historically anti well, you are talk box, but I'm not. Well, I'm going to say something here which is going to blow your mind, okay? The talk box here is fantastic, yes, it is, it works so well. It's a descending line against the Swan delivering it, and again the Swan is so so good on the deliveries. Here. Yeah, yeah, very punchy. There's there's times listening to this album where the Swan is is a little bit underdeveloped for me. Really? Well, just that he's you know he's young. It's early in their yeah. career. Certainly, he's got he's pitched his voice is not yet developed that gravitas um, which you might later on. Yeah, exactly. But there are there are many many times where. His his delivery and his enthusiasm and his skill, and and the fact that he's he's younger, just he 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 absolutely shines. And I think certainly this song is 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 that. And the talk box, talk box section is, I know it's great. Yeah, fantastic. And it it pains me to say, but it's great. Yes, you like talk box. You always have. I love it. I especially love it when Slash plays a talk box and it looks like a complete goon. Do you want me to buy you a talk box? <laughs> no. Okay, good. How much are they? Lots. That was close. <laughs> okay, so what do we make of subterranean homesick blues? I like it, I like it a lot. Great start to this particular episode. I like it. Uh, what I w- I, like. Uh, I like it a I lot. lot. What I will say is I haven't got the subterranean homesick blues. <laughs> Wonderful content. <laughs>
1: I want on your I want on your
0: Coming out of party on your pussy there at maximum volume what what a tune it's a good song it is a good song there's it's just a shame i mean here on university speaking the red hot Chili peppers podcast we will not be censored no christ no. we will not call it a special secret song inside i don't even know what you're talking about no nor do i <laughs> <laughs> so here we are talking about patching your pussy yes that is this god that's so good the for me... In my humble opinion. <laughs> okay, sure, <laughs> carry on, please. For me, the only problem with it... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only problem is, is what? It's called part of your pussy. Yeah. I mean, uh, I've got a couple... That's one of the negatives. The other negative for me is I. I'd, I'd like another verse in there. Yeah. It, we are at... I think I wrote down... Oh, I've got plays. the lyrics here in front of me. Yeah. And it appears just to be the swan saying, I want to party on your pussy, over and over again. Yeah. There's slightly more to it than that if you, if you listen to the song. After about a minute, that's it for, for verses. Yeah, and that's a shame. Well, the verses are pretty throwaway. Well, they, they are, are but come about, on, mate. They're By the time about, said I, I Don't to... bleep me out. <laughs> like, they're mainly about fucking. Well, they are rude, yes. They are rude, but you can't really... Unless you've got the lyrics in front of you, it's difficult. Well, that's the thing about the verses. They're not my favourite bits because... They're... It's, it's, the, the delivery from the swan is fine, but you can't really pick out what it's all about. Yeah, true. And, and actually, the, the, very, the introduction to the song is so, it's so funky. Sweet. It's so good. So sweet. And then when the swan comes in for the first verse, I, I actually want that to go around again. I, I want more of that opening. Well, let's talk about that intro, because what you've got is an incredibly tight oh, going on. Yeah, it's incredible. Ah, oh, love it. You've got two guitars going on. You got, one of them is a clean rhythm, on the kind of in your right ear-ish, if you listening on decent quality pair of headphones. Which I am. What am I listening on? You're listening on a pair of entry-level uh, turtle beaches. Right. I thought, They're not bad. They're not bad. Mm. They're better than the other option you had. Yeah, because I forgot to bring my headphones around. Yeah. And so I used a pair of headphones which you, of course, have been decontaminating for 72 hours. I absolutely have. Well, I know you have, because you don't use these ones. No, I don't, know. Does anyone in this house? <laughs> Anna uses them for work. Right. But she hasn't been at work for, for, 72 for 72 hours. hours, that's fine. So, on these headphones, what you can hear is that cl- lovely clean rhythm guitar over in the right. And what you've got is a bass down the middle and a second guitar on the right, which is doubling the bass. Very palm muted. It's, it's got such a wide open tone. It's a, it's a guitar tone that men can only dream of replicating. Hillel Slovak and what? women... Yes, well, everyone. Everyone. Yeah, we're not okay. going to go down that whole rabbit hole. Fine. But everyone. Man or woman? Or, and again, everyone who listens. <laughs> everyone who listens. Sure. Can only dream of replicating. It's a hell of a guitar tone. It is. It's wonderful. It's It really is wonderful. And then in comes the swan. And yeah, you get one of these uh, verses that... Yeah, decent, decent, decent. But when he goes into... The first chorus, yes. Oh, mate, the first chorus. The great thing about the first chorus, or all the chorus, is it's got that three-note step up. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. I yeah, 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 yeah. that's actually... It's okay, it's okay. I love that. It's a perfect uh, transition from the verse to that chorus. I love it.
1: Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: true, true, true. Great stuff. So, then you're thinking, okay, he he's wants to party on... Yeah, on, uh, on a, on p- a, on a, a pussy, particular area. On a, uh, yes, yes. Of a particular body. He's, presumably, he's going to say that Quite a, a couple uh, more times. Yeah, he won't, he, won't, he won't keep doing it. So then, then you get another verse. Then you get another traditional chorus. By which time you're thinking, okay. And then you get the kind of um, group... The stadium bit. Yeah, yeah, which changes it up a bit. Arcadian bit. And then, yes, and then it slides back into another yep (laughs) you got it buddy another chorus you got it so then they break it up then you think oh "Oh, okay there's another there's another another verse here looking at these lyrics no but no it's not it's just a little bit although that bit is brilliant the breakdown is really good yeah Um, so that's fine and then you get some more can you keep pussy (laughs) bass yeah keep keep talking yeah and so it was that in the early 1980s when this song was first conceived by the band the Red Hot Chili Peppers by Penis and a Pussy yes um, now, interestingly, A Mace picks up on the fact I that, read A Mace, you oh, read Jack Johnson. Sure. Oh, uh, just wha- goes to show, though, that wha- I have read A Mace's wha- notes. Wha- spoiler That's alert. alert. Yeah, it is a spoiler alert. Fun fact from A Mace. Oh, yeah. back to um, Subby Homie by the Chilies. Yes. Fun fact the band Fire Hose that, that he bangs on about He so loves Fire Hose. He certainly does we named after this Bob Dylan song, Better Stay Away From Those That Carry Around A Fire Hose. Mm. And I could tell you about a band called Fire Hose. I'm sure you could. Hmm. Or that's possibly good, not. No, that's a good time boys reference. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Um, superb. So what did he say? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Put the paper down once I made that big noise. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a tick yeah, he's just got put, I'll tell you what he said if you like Well, AMX has just called it Special Secret Song Inside But here on the Red yes, podcast We will not be censored We will not be censored But he had to Because he was he sending was that via an email It yeah, might have been of picked it, up by it flags up If you The US if government used the, the word pussy hmm. Which we don't What can I say here? This was a real eye opener to my fifteen-year-old ears. I can imagine, which is an interesting sentence, anyway. I have to say, (laughs) (laughs) an eye opener to your ears. It was an ear ear opener to his eyes. Yeah, I didn't know songs could be so provocative or so repetitive. Oh, does he say that? No, I I, I threw that in. in. Yeah, Yeah. do have to say that in case he gets a load of abuse. Provocatively repetitive, Or, or repetitively provocative. Well, I think it is, isn't it? It's both. Probably why they had to change the song for EMI. EMI, what a bunch of wimps. Yeah, what could it sound for, EMI? Every Motherfucker Impotent. No. Surely no, not. No, 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 no i take that, it back. Goodness me. I'm sorry about that. Oh, I'll no. take it back. Impotent Motherfucker Every. Mm, good, that's gone back in. A really great tune. I'm not sure if they still play this live anymore. No. But this is a classic Red Hot Chili Peppers Funk Rocker. Well, uh, and interestingly, when, when I first bought Psychedelic Sex Funk Live from Heaven, and this is on there, mm, absolutely, I is. was staggered. And I was not much older than 15 myself. I bet your, your, your eyes were opened it, to uh, your ears. <laughs> yeah, it was an eye-opener for my ears. Yes, it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it really was. I, I do just want to issue a formal apology to EMI, just in case they ever want to sign me up. I'm sorry, EMI. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Emmy. Yeah. E or E me however you pronounce your name what I just said we, was, we cannot take on no, AMI this is really? now a formal apology we can't take on AMI there's just no way we could, we could bankroll a, a court case against a, a multinational record label to AMI what I just said about you they'd take away this garage and how I said it yes was completely unacceptable well it was I was shocked I could tell mm. that's why I'm issuing the formal apology I was forced apology. to have another beer the version of Psychedelic Sex Funk, uh, the version of this tune on Psychedelic is really cool too. Looking back on the catalogue now, I see this as a precursor it's a Psycho-Sexy. Right, and, uh, and that versus, was the point I was going to make. Right. Not issue a formal apology to AMI? No, well, after I've done that. But it is, because he talks about um, cops and sex. Oh, this is the first bust. Yeah. This is the first bust. If um, you make love to a woman in a phone box, you run the risk of being... Arrested. You certainly do, and but this one I think went differently. What happened on this bust? Oh yeah, well, in the of course, famously in the Sir Psycho bust, he 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 got stopped by a lady cop. With the lady cop, yeah. Well, she said, "Get out." He said s- that. No, she said that. I got stopped by a lady cop in my automobile. she, she said, said, "Get out and spread your legs," and he tried to cop a feel. Hang on, no, let's not get bogged down in the in the lyrics. I'm sorry. So- <laughs> I said I, I get do, out and spread your legs and I then, she, and then that, she tried to cop her feet that cop she was all dressed in blue was mm. she pretty boy I'm telling you she stuck my butt with her big black stick I said what's up now, now suck, suck my, my stick yeah suck my D um yeah, that's then there's, there's a ram based situation The ram oh, getting ready Christ, to jam yes. the lamb She whimpered just a little when she felt My canned. hand on her, her crotch, so very warm, warm I could feel, feel it, it and wet through her uniform Propping her up, her up on, on the black, black and white. white Unzipped and slipped Ooh, Ooh that's, that's tight. tight I swatted her like no swat team can Turn a cherry pie right into jam Jam, jam, jam Yeah, jam. yeah that didn't happen on this particular phone booth bust. No, he doesn't go into quite so much detail. He <laughs> certainly doesn't. But it was to... <laughs> it was to precast, though, I'm sure. And it, well, he talks about cops and he talks about... Booths. but um, Fucking... you. I mean, this is filth. Read it out loud. Uh, struck by lust in a telephone booth. Booth. Busted by a cop. He said, that's uncool. Hmm. <laughs> he said that he hears moaning and screaming to me fucking you every night. Mm. Well, let me say hey. Hey what? I, well, I want to pass to it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So he doesn't deliver it as well as that. No. But, but something not, happened in that booth. Rhyme, rhymes are thin, thin on the end. <laughs> <hand. laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he delivers it with such confidence that even if it doesn't rhyme, it's fine. Well, he makes it rhyme. Because you can make anything rhyme, can't you? Can you? I yeah. think you've done this before. The <laughs> <our rap. laughs> well, you can. Okay, rhyme crime with... Yeah. Wall, (laughs) yeah, okay. Cry-le, Basically, that's what you do, okay. But obviously, you're not speaking the words, you're singing. So, if I was to say, I want to party on your wall, baby, I want to party on your cry (laughs) (laughs) you're quite right. (laughs) Honestly, when I I pose that problem to you, I don't think you're going to be able to do it. I did it. Let's talk about the chorus guitar, big chords but then yeah. Hillel is throwing in some uh, it's a big song though isn't it? it's attack. a big it's a big sounding song it is he's on that chorus you've got those big chords but he's throwing some very very clean funky bluesy licks around so you have got the the juxtaposition between well there's a lot going on here because you've got mm. you've got the the guitar doing big stuff on the chords lovely funky licks you've got the Lovely smooth backing vocals, which are going against. <laughs> yeah, the, well, they're going against the Swan's delivery and what the yeah. song is all about. I love the backing vocals on the chorus of um, "Party on the I Heria." Yeah, I'm not. I'm censored. I, I don't mind them, but I, I think they, if anything, you know, I've said before, this album can be dated, and I, I find that they date the song. What, the backing sound, vocals? Yeah, they just sound. I think, I think we spoke last time about the fact that. There's not a lot of... Um, well, that's true. There's not a lot of traditional backing vocals on this. Apparently. No, but this is the kind of backing vocals that later on, that, again, yeah, Shante yeah, would, yeah, have, would yeah. have heard this yeah. and maybe gave him the confidence to suggest it. No, I like it. Now that you've made that point, I like them more than I did. Yeah, because it's a precursor. As we say, it's a premonis. Premonis. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Agreed, agreed. Um, listen to Timestamp one twelve, a lovely clean guitar pushy Sue, with a really cool little bluesy lick from Hillel. Wonderful. Yeah. Do actually, listen to that. Now, yeah, do do. Now that you've made that that point, because we started by saying how heavy and it, it is. But actually Hillel is also mixing it up there's there's you know, it's more than just a, a heavy riff, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's so much more to it. There's a lot of really cool, clean guitar here. Yeah, yeah. On the that arena, I love that, that stompy breakdown as well. The arena, I call it the arena section. Because it really does give it that psychedelic sex funk feel. And I know that's obviously post, post Mother's Milk. But it feels like the Chilis at that point in their career were playing in arenas. Which they weren't. No. But it gives it that huge feel. Yeah. The drums kind of kick it up. I like it. It's got the 80s drum sound. And that really helps it for that section, I think. What's JJ say JJ about that? says, this is all kick drum and bass guitar synchronization. Jack has one hell of a right foot. Yeah. Not much to say about this song, really. Jack keeps it tight, fast, and powerful. Thank you, JJ. And that's what she said. Hmm. Tight, fast, and powerful. Oh, is that what JJ said? Yeah. Tight, fast, and powerful. Lovely. So you looked at me directly in the eye when he said that well that's how I deliver my jokes it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't my joke it was Jack's <laughs> I was merely being a conduit for Jack can you can you re-read that? shall and I it... try and do it in a yeah but at the end you say that's what she said well, yeah but what I didn't want to do was make it too vulgar I okay, well, to kind of... do it again and at the end of it say that's what she said well that's not how I do it okay well let me read it fine no I'm on Jack Johnson <laughs> right. you're on Amace <laughs> fine <Right. laughs> that's what he said anyway no that's what he said he said <laughs> <laughs> okay chorus three they change the key they step up and they do the key change yeah happy with that i mean do, it needed something uh, yeah ag- agreed and what happens here is the swan changes his delivery as well he he changes it, i want to party party oh yeah no that's where because that's it so so they've got the the traditional straight down the line i want to party yeah. then they've got the arena bit. yeah then, then they've, they've got, got the key change then with, they've the, got the, with the, key the vocal change, delivery. Yeah, change. and then they've got this sort of rappy, I want a party on your pussy, baby. Yeah. I want a party on your pussy. Yeah, exactly. So, you know... He, a- a- Anthony Kiedis? He's basically <laughs> taken... We, we've said it before, haven't we? He, and this is possibly the clearest example that you could ever hope for, of taking one single line, repeating it probably 50 times, but mixing it up as best you can. Here comes my favourite bit after that bit. This is what I'm all about. Mm, I can see you're enjoying that. The guitar's the bass break. What a great tone from Hillel. What a serious tone. We discussed what pedals and equipment he was using last time. So uh, go back and listen to episode 49 for that. The bass is doubling the guitar. The guitar is doubling the bass. The, The drums switch, Jack Irons, switches to a great beat. It's more like a poppy beat. He throws in the kind of thing. Yes, yeah. This is what I'm all about, as I said. Third time round, Hillel throws in. Throws in those pinch harmonics, those artificial harmonics, which you love, which which I love within, if used tastefully. Which they are used tastefully because they can be a little bit cheesy i know a man who overuses them sometimes yeah not to be named no he shall remain named it's not the other man who wouldn't be named in the last episode <laughs> no it's, it's a different man. man from a different band mm. but if you know ben then you know who i'm talking about You know who it is and he is guilty as charged yes. in fact he's serving time as we he speak. Is. <laughs> he's out on parole soon I think. He, he's been out for years yeah he, he went in and said my love yes i use artificial harmonics too much pinch harmonics if you will yes but I'm, I will stop using so much for a reduced sentence. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, and now he only now he only does it when he play when he's playing the guitar when he's on parole. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Uh, let, that's, let me turn me. No, oh, I like it. Two twenty six. This one says, "Have mercy." In that love. Sometimes this one does something so cool. He does. That I think. How old were you, Swan? And uh, he says, was He was, oh, was, young. My, he was as young 20s. as as young as a." A, a, a man in his twenties. Yes. Into yeah, but he was—he was what, twenty-three, twenty-four at this stage. It's very difficult to tell. I'm not willing to to pin him on anything. Well, he was twenty-seven in 1991. Right. I can tell you that much. <laughs> okay. Well, this was 1987, so so he was. You did the math. Well, I did. He was twenty-three. Perfect. You are you willing to go on record with that? Yeah. Okay. Fine. I think so. After that, happened. If it's right, I'm on record. If it's wrong, <laughs> if I'm, off, not. I'm off. It goes into a guitar break for the ages. Now, Hillel here plays a beautiful bit of lead guitar. It's a wide open tone. It's whammy-tastic.
1: Mm.
0: Timestamp 239 has some real whammy vibrato. You're, you're presenting your can to me. This is delicious. Yes. <laughs> Quick sponsorship. Yeah, Sam Cam- loves Camden, Camden, Camden Hells. Hells. Camden House. It is really nice check out that guitar so though at the end of part In your pussy it's absolutely beautiful yeah it, it is and uh, and actually i think th- the things that stand out a lot of the things that stand out that are good about this song are hillel based yeah i agree although i do like at the end at 303 the way the swan delivers pussy hey hey ah yes now i wanted to make a point about oh, it. hang on no it doesn't i've got to add another a on Pussy-yay-yay-yay. But he does it like, Pussy-yay-yay-yay-yay! He goes up. So, right. now this put me in mind of the moment taste in Taste pain. of Pain, when he says, I want I to want taste of pain. Or whatever he does <laughs> in, taste <laughs> the in Taste of Pain. You're saying in Taste of Pain, There's a, a, an iconic moment in Taste of Pain, where he takes this style of delivery, and takes it to the next level. And Taste the Pain, as you know, is, is a song that I absolutely adore. You do. Uh, and that particular moment of it is fantastic. And this is the precursor to that moment in Taste the Pain. And, you are... And you truly believe, uh, it, I do, don't you? believe it, I believe you it. I believe it I believe, believe it. I believe it. Is Taste the Pain the single where it said, Unbridled Funk and Roll for Your Soul on the front of that? Was that Taste the Pain? Unbridled Funk and Roll for the Soul was... For the Soul. Um... Not psychedelic sexual. No, it was just a promotional it wasn't it? No, I think it was on the front of a single. Okay. I'm sure we'll hear about it. Anyway. Let's not dwell on Let, that. No, Let no me, we mustn't. That no. was too long a pause for a man who, now I, I have moved into employment again, I don't have time to edit the episode so tightly. So. Yes, exactly. Those pauses. Congratulations, though, on your new job. Thank you very much. First week this week, how did it go? It was intriguing, invigorating. And tiring, I imagine. And tiring, mate. I was absolutely shattered. Yeah, we well, haven't done a day's work for four months. Four months. Four He's back in, months. baby. He's oh, back in. Mate. It's been hell knowing <laughs> him for the last four months. He was swanning around like an unemployed bum. Swanning around like Anthony Kiedis. Yeah, and now I have the last laugh because I'm a seasoned veteran. <laughs> I don't get tired. Um, well, I'm not going to obviously not talk too much about what job I have got, but I will say that it is a job that I, I truly believe in. I'm genuinely excited to be in there and doing it. Well, that's that's tremendous. Yeah, it's a it's a job that I really believe is going to help people that that need help and uh, yeah. So cheers. we won't, we won't no. get too bogged down Here's in that to whole the future, brother. Mm. Very much so. Let's toast that with a cup okay. of Camden Health. Okay, cheers, cheers. Maybe uh, at some point we can have a party. Yes, but uh, perhaps just not on a person. more of a traditional party. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. I won't party on your particular area anyway shall we move on to the next <laughs> tune which shall be called yes there's no, no chump t- of
1: sucker this could i ever have kissed
0: my way. How we come Go. with no chump love sucker. Or no chump love sucker. Or no chump love sucker? No chump love sucker. No chump love sucker. No chump love sucker. And I'm going to the swan first. Okay.
1: Into oh, scar
0: is. tissue. He's digging deep. I'm digging very, very deep. And the swan here, of course, says. Well, uh, missed out a little bit here about uh, special secret song inside. They refused to put it on unless we changed the name. Yeah, that's true. No chump of sucker. I've put sea scar tissue, but I think oh, this is bad prep. It's, it's terrible prep. <laughs> Hang on. Mm. Ah, right. Oh. No chump of <laughs> Founder. No chump. I wrote another song, comma. No chump of sucker. That was also in Hillel's honor. He'd just been left high and dry, Radiohead reference mm, sure, yeah, yeah, and shattered by a girlfriend who dumped him for a guy who had more money and more drugs. Shit. So it was a, a revenge song against that type of evil, materialistic woman. Mm. That's a direct quote from the Swan, apart from the bit about Radiohead. Sure. Live, Hillel was on a Les Paul on this, and it's that more kind of heavy song here. Yes. Um, wow. It's frenetic. It's busy. It, it, this, I can imagine if you saw them live in, in, you know, in that era. 87, 88. If you will. Like earlier than that, sure. Well, no, it was released in 87, then they toured it in 88. 87, 88, no. Uh, it would have been fantastic. It's, the energy here is off the wall. Off the map? Off the scale? Off the scale, he's got scale. it. Well, it well done for saying off the map, though. <laughs> yeah, well, you Cannot know. Cannot stop thinking about the Red Hot Chili Peppers just, in every yeah. reference. Every reference. So, yes, I would imagine that they, this is, the you know, performing live with that kind of energy, this is what they built their reputation on. And it's, it's translated well on, onto album here, I think. It's a massive, massive galloping riff. Yeah. So let's, just, uh, never let's, stops. let's get into what Aimee says, because I think he says galloping riff. Oh, so that was a rip, was it? No, because uh, he unknowingly un- ripped me off. Because I wrote down my notes before I received it. Okay, this. so it was a it was a it was a double rip-off. Christ No chance no sucker. Another quite graphic song lyrically, but it really works well as a hard rock funk tune. I remember enjoying the frenetic speed of the song and the grouping singers. Oh, it might say galloping about another one. Hmm. I liked that each verse starts with a really nice gal. Here it is, nice galloping guitar riff into the extended first lyric. She's to yeah. me, that's very... Um, well, it's, it, it's, it's reminiscent of Deep Kick. Yeah, they've uh, used it on several occasions. Uh, right yeah, there. I call it the Deep Kick effect. They're not shy with it. Yeah, well, they've never been shy. The, the last one was called uh, Part Your Pussy. Well, true. As mentioned before, oh, he played the song to his friends at Scout Camp at Fernie Cross. Oh, shit. <laughs> and it didn't get the expected reaction they weren't into it You, pro- I assume as a scout you camped at Fernie Cross. no I did sorry I've just realised <laughs> <laughs> I've just realised I uh, apologise to Jack Johnson in the advance I read his drum notes to No Trump Loves Sucker" <laughs> <What>? <laughs> for the last song Wait, what <laughs> <laughs> give me that bit of paper so what did he have to say about Pony and Pussy Hey, quite a lot Right, well, read out what we had to say about Poip. Oh, I will. Sorry, Jack. That was an oversight. No, it was more than oversight. It was it was damaging. Not, well, not damaging. No. Uh, the production of this album is all over the place, and Jack has said that before. Each song sounds like it was recorded in, by a different producer in different studios in, on different years. Some nice playing between the hi-hats and kick drum during the choruses. Jack's matching the accents from the bass with his feet and playing the 16th notes with his hands on the hi-hats. Very technical. I just do Very want to... Technical. I must now, so people remember, this is about Parchin, you pussy. Yeah, nice uh, drum break at 124. You can really hear the boomy kick drum sound of the song. Hasn't always sounded like that on other songs, he says. More nice drum work on the middle section. Nice to hear Jack opening up and really Chad Smithing it by beating the shit out of the kit during the heavy riff. Lovely stuff. Now, So there was a little bit more to poip. Than, than, uh, than we first eye. thought. So my apologies, Jack. Easily done when you're you know performing live here, and you also insist on printing everything on a in A five. Yeah, micro font. Can you now read the notes for? Well, I've already read these. Read them again. He. This is for no chump love sucker. <laughs> this is all kick drum and no bass guitar I synchronization. No, Jack has one hell of a right foot. What? I've heard that before? Not much to say about this song apart from Jack keeps it tight, fast, and powerful. That's what she said. That's what he said. So there you go. Makes sense for both songs. I, to be honest, I read it for the last song. I might read, just read that for <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just read <laughs> the No Chump <laughs> Love Sucker yeah. notes for every song. Yeah, it's, it's... Jack, we lo- love, 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 love yeah, oh, the on. fact that you send these notes down. We do. But you know, I think what are you going to do, Sam? Just read the No Chump Love Sucker for everyone there. No, no, Jack's, Jack deserves better than absolute that. Absolute legend. Uh, absolute legend. And we've promoted him before, but do get out, listen to Tired and Spied podcast. Yes. Um, search Jack Fox on YouTube. There's a lot of content there from... He is a... a he's a multi hyphener he, he He's a multi hyphen He had um, Flashman played on um, Newcastle, BBC Newcastle. Yeah, he is an up-and-comer. And not only that, he's got a lovely voice certainly has, Bobby. It's uh, the voice of the world, I think. Mm. Voice of the universe. But I wonder whether or not Jack noticed that I'd read the wrong notes. Well, who knows? He won't have yet. No, that's true. (laughs) That's true. Okay, so what a galloping guitar riff. This is a relatively simple riff. It's just a couple of strings with with a hammer on. I think it's an open... I think it's an open E. And then it's just hammering on the A. It's just... It's, it's galloping, that's what it is. It's reminiscent to me of two mm. songs. It's okay. reminiscent of... And it's two songs that I've never put together, and No Chump, of Sucker ties them together. Go on. Firstly, the Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin, which is... Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. On the other side, it's... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> On the other side, it's Tying Mother Down by Queen. Yeah, yeah. Which is ding da diddling ding da diddling da da And in the middle, you've got No Chump I No Sucker. Couldn't, I couldn't agree more, actually. Yeah. They're totally different songs. But they've all got that, that galloping nature in, in common. Yeah. And No Chump of no Sucker ties those two songs together. Gas, Gas Attack? Probably the least known of all those songs is No Chump of no Sucker. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. What, what do you think's known more? The Immigrant song or Tie Mother Down? The immigrant song was, of course, used on the The immigrant Thor song is Ragnarok. very famous. Yeah. Uh, but then, Tie Your Mother Down is a song by Queen, who are famous. Mm.
1: Very I'm, famous. I'm going to say, at this
0: point, the immigrant song, because it was in Thor Ragnarok. Okay, but I, I actually think that the immigrant song is more famous, but more people would be able to name Tie Your Mother Down. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, because they don't say. No, the imm- no one knows. they don't say immigrant song. No. in immigrant song. But they certainly say. Well, and also, time. like you say, the immigrant song's been been used in other... It's a bit like, and i tell you what I heard last yesterday. Last yesterday? <laughs> yeah, was uh, the F1 song. Oh, damn. The Chain, the, is it? Yeah, The Chain by Flute Mack. Yeah. yeah, so The Chain, which has just become so famous as the Formula One music okay. in the UK, that like, it's just... Well, The Chain is, of course, the second half of the song. There's a whole song, basically... Yeah before it stops and goes into what goes we know as the F1, the F1 music F1, yeah. the F1 music is brilliant Yeah, uh, but it is of course the chamber I fleet with Yeah. so V1 great vo- great vox start on verse 1 because they all come in together Yeah, and that doesn't happen again in this song but it's very very punchy what's great about this album and it happens time and time again is the tightness of the of the kind of group singing the group singing is well it's a good thing it is tight because it's Comma, it's, it happens a lot, and it's an important part of the album. Great, so, pro- The swan's very pronounced in his uh, delivery here. Oh, my word. Kiss it, resist to this soon. Well, I, I'll tell you how you can make any rhyme word word rhyme. Put ooh on the end. Uh, no, oh, A. So... Um, she came like a cat <laughs> So you could rhyme that with splatter. Yeah, exactly. But, but cat doesn't rhyme with splatter. It certainly doesn't rhyme with not. <laughs> oh, it does rhyme with... That's a typo. It should say nap. <laughs> Which it does rhyme You're with... Right. If you put... Yeah. If you overenunciate, you can make pretty yeah. much anything rhyme. It's, it's incredible. I mean, he, he wouldn't do that now. No, he'd completely forget what to say now. Well, true. Yeah, true. He'd just say... ah. But it works. Your womanly hips are. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. I like the way they kind of comedically come back in at the end of the line and go, Got big tits. Yeah. They all come back in. Yeah. Great. Great. Lovely. Yeah. It's, so um, basically, we're just working our way on the last two songs to a woman's anatomy. I mean, I didn't know anything about women until this album. This album. And what I found out is they've got hips. Staggering. Tits. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, uh, and et cetera. And that other thing. Mm. Bridge. Great tight and muted guitar line from Hillel. Uh, well, I call it the bridge because the, the chorus only happens once in this song. The bridge, I'm thinking of the bit that goes, mm. which happens a couple of times, but Hillel is playing a great tight muted guitar line. The sense, the bass is playing the same thing. Lovely pinched notes at the end of each phrase. Then we're into verse two again and we're galloping away again. And we're it's off like again. A horse. Doom ba diddling, doom ba diddling. Yeah. That might be the immigrant song. Dinka <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, It's, it's non stop. And it doesn't, it never, it never stops until this, it finally does. Yeah. <laughs> this, song, this song, though, has that GD. Jing, jing. Yeah. A bit. Yeah. As you go into verse two, it's overdubbed. The G and the D are overdubbed. But they're done to the left and the right ear. So for verse 2, and it doesn't happen again, which is weird, mm. just for verse 2, as Hillel and and Right, well, it's Hillel and G. Jang, jang. It happens in the left, happens in the right. Go back and listen to it. Some of the production choices are This is an odd strange. production. It's a really weird choice. That's a, a, a PTP, a production technical point. Which, we should stress, isn't our area of expertise. No, but. Well, actually, it is one of mine. And mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mix all of my songs. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mix all of mine. Uh, they're just not, uh, there's just not as many of them. <laughs> How many would you say that you've recorded? Mixed. Well, Well, well recorded and mixed. Uh, two. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Well, let's not. Dig let's any, not, let's not I, dig I won't it. ask you for names, let's of not dig any deeper. But I think uh, the second breach is the same the ding, 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 ding. Ding, did, 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 ding, 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 boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, verse three, we're off again, but with no overdubs. There's, this song is a lot of just going. Yeah, that's it. It starts and then it, and then it finishes. I actually find the section great now. But I think it's, no, but I think that, that the kind of third verse part, I think, goes on for a bit too long because I sit and listen and think, eh, it's it gone, gone on for a bit too long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah technically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. I don't mind it because although it it starts and then it's non-stop I actually think it's quite well structured and there's enough sort of variation and enough changes to keep me interested. Well I'm I'm disagreeing with you there because I just said I think the third verse goes on for too long Mm. so structurally I think it falls down. I think you could have gone into the chorus the No Chump of Sucker part which is a great chorus because it, it comes in the smooth delivery of the first half against the kind of more staccato bit when all the backing vocals come in mm. and it, 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 it's it's perfect you want delivered. it sooner yeah i do yeah i'm i'm eager for get into that chorus eager as mustard keen as mustard <laughs> <laughs> solo fills 145 okay so here after that chorus we've got a little breakdown where hillel is playing a line that goes first over to the right ear then over to the left ear then um when the last verse is coming in that line continues on mm. And it's, a, it's just a nice bit of guitar playing. Well done, Hillel. As we've said, there's a lot of very nice guitar playing going on here. What do you think about the breakdown, which is Timestamp 211, where it, it's just the, the guitar goes on? Again, it's quite, I find it quite queeny. Mm, yeah. And then it will go into that last part of the song. I can take it or leave it. I think it's completely unnecessary. Well, I I can take it or leave it. I just said it's completely unnecessary. But, so. Yeah, but you've got to take it. That's the thing. No, I, I, I would leave it. No, but you've, yeah, but you can. not I could remix this. else well, so I could I? Do you remember when? Um, just on a quick tangent, when REM released uh, Claps Into Now" and they released the stems for the songs. Mm. So if you had Carriage Band at the time, you or, could or logic. You could then do a remix of the song and then, then send it in, and they pick their favorite remix of that song. It was um, very clever. Fuck me, what song was it? It's the one with man. Eddie Vedder in. Um, can't remember what it was called okay well well we'll move on but what I'd love to be able to do with this song is have those stands do that yeah Yeah. well you can I remixed that song send it in do it I did oh you did oh oh, for our Emmy never heard back no didn't win I can't remember what it's called, but I will have to move on. <laughs> can you just, just do some golden content okay, while I think about it? Well, it was, in fact, during this time period that the Red Hot Chili Peppers first Keep established so their signature sound, me. which, of course, was funk rock. Keep going. Now, the bass player was a man by the name of Flea. Michael Flea Bowsery. <laughs> born, born in Australia. Uh, his parents... Australia... Moved to the United States. Stop the golden content. I have remembered it was... Um, it happened today. It happened today by RM that you could do that to. Fantastic. But you can't do it to every song. And you certainly can't do it to this song. No. The last chorus coming out of that breakdown isn't actually a chorus. It's just them playing the verse riff again and saying no chump, of sucker. Just revamping it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a revamp. Well, it's not a revamp. No. A vamp. they're just playing the riff and shout no chump love sucker so what do we make of no chump love sucker i like it more than i think i do i like it less than i thought i did shit yeah so i think it suffers from what i'm going to call um organic anti-beatbox band syndrome yes that it goes on a bit and doesn't have too much variation No, well, as I said, I think there's enough variation in there for me. I enjoy it when I listen to it, but I don't listen to it very often. Next tune is Walking Down the Road. walking on down the road there and as much as i've just had a bit of a moan about no champion no of sucker that's almost a perfect song that's my favorite song on the album it's outstanding i will moan a bit about the last 30 seconds or so as is my want fine but man that's by far my favorite song on bloody the album. tune let's see what ams has got to say about it bloody brilliant I thought this was a very mature song from uh, RHCP after only really having heard Mother's Milk and then Mofo soon afterwards. It sounded more like a Mother's Milk song than the others on the album. I really like this one, especially the heavy riff in between the verses and choruses. Really nice bass from Flea too. has a very bluesy feel to it. Reminded of me of a Robert Johnson type guitarist on the road song. I really like this song a lot. And as I read that, we have some traffic going past outside the that open. Massive car! Yeah, a huge been, car with squeaky brakes. Must have been a van. <laughs> a van of sorts. So, what, what's uh, J.J. going to say about it? Let's dive straight into the drum, shall I? Well, yes, and I'll make sure I read the right... Can he, actually, can you read out the... Um... J.J. picks up on a, a couple of things that I myself picked up on. Uh, some, uh, some more hi-hat 16th notes from Jack here. I feel like I'm repeating myself a lot. Hang on, but I, I, so I need to interrupt much... her, I need to interrupt her. Did you pick up on the fact that there were some hi-hats? No, but there's so much good kick drum work going through this album. It's so prominent on every song and sounds so tight and precise. Even for a more laid-back song like this, Jack is still pounding it and accenting what Flea is doing on the bass. Nice to hear hear him open up again on the chorus. The transition from tight sixteenths to open hi-hats really gets your head nodding. And this is a head nodder. There's no doubt about that. It is, to be honest. If I didn't know that, that was JJ's drum notes and have just re- you'd have read that to me and said, I wrote that down, I'd have believed you. Yeah, well, I, In many ways, I did. But in more, many of the more important ways, I didn't. <laughs> Genuinely, what a great bass line this tune opens up with. Yeah. I think it, it is a one for the ages. It's got. Is that your new thing? Yeah. It's my new <laughs> catchphrase. I have a T-shirt printed saying "One for the Ages." Christ, this is uh, this is uh, this is just today he's come up with it. <laughs> just this episode. Oh, yeah, I've um, never heard you say it before. No. Hang on, I'm just gonna have a, I'm just going have a quick look at my lolly. Let's see how this goes down. Ooh, that was one for the ages. <laughs> that lolly is delicious. One for the ages. <laughs> just gonna have a quick mouth of beer before any further. Oh yeah, just give me a second. Is it nice? Not- I'll tell you in a minute. Oh, no. <laughs> oh that's one for the ages. That yeah, is one for the ages. <laughs> I, I, thought bit, it, g- I, thought I thought it would be. <laughs> genuinely, what a bass line. It was one for the ages. It's got, and I must say this, <laughs> <laughs> Sure, it's got percussion, attack, bite, but also a melody that sticks in your head. Mm. And... It is one of these greats. I mean, I'd go further. It's one of the ages. Yeah, well what I often find with early the earlier chilies is that you know, you might find that there's a, a bass line like this, and then the song overall doesn't deliver always deliver. Yeah. But here you're not left disappointed. Until the end. <laughs> yeah. But I just think this this is the as as Aime says, this is the most well rounded, mature Fully developed song, I think. Not that some of the others aren't actually. That's just that's that's not that's not fair. But this appeals to me for that reason and appeals to me on on other levels as well. Wayne well, says it's a song that he feels might like a mother's milk song. I actually feel that it goes beyond that. I think mm. it even goes beyond blood sugar. It feels yeah. it feels like a Stadium Arcadium song. Oh. Hear more for me. <laughs> Thank you. In your humble opinion, in, in my humble <laughs> I opinion, I am H.O. This the, the 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 drum the drumming on this song sounds more chaddy. Like you know, it, it, you can see why Chad was such a good fit for them hmm. because of uh, on songs like this he would have just slipped straight in. I love a song, as you know, you do. That starts with a bass guitar start yeah. and then some feedback and then the drums building up yes yeah it's a classic combination and then it breaks into a cool riff and this is exactly what that does and that lead guitar line that Hillel pulls out is yeah very very simple yeah it's it's not um you know as the americans would say guitar 101 no goodness no but it's not difficult lead guitar but it's so so cool yeah and i think there's a lot to be said it's so laid back. You can almost see him like, "Oh man, it's it's a, it's an awesome look." It's only when you when you go back and, and listen to these albums that you fully appreciate Hillel's influence on John. Yeah, the man who shall not be named. The man who shall not be named. I just called him John, but mm. that might have been. Well, should we give him an alias? We'll give him an alias. Yeah, John. Yeah, <laughs> John Smith. <laughs> yeah, um, but you know for. So, certainly from my point of view, getting into the Chili's during the John Franchanté era in the 90s, although, of course, it was after he'd left. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so getting into the Dave Navarro yeah, era. getting into the Dave Navarro <laughs> era, um, but enjoying the John Franchanté era as I did. Um, it's very easy to to not appreciate Hillel's work and as his importance. He... Uh, we we know, and and so will many people listening to this how important he is and what a great guitar player he is. But if you, there's having had such a long and varied history, not everybody will have listened to these as in depth as they have to some of like the other albums. So no, and we do say if you if you're if you're a later Chili's fan, yeah, do go back and um and listen to the earlier stuff. We are going to get to the Red Hot Peppers. We are going to get to Freaky styley I, I mean, I, I will say now, honestly. Episode 100. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think The Uplift Murphy Party Plan is, as we said, yes. the best album at this point in their career. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, yeah. I think it's actually quite highly above what had come before. Yeah. Um, and it leads on to some great stuff. And obviously, Tragedy was to strike, but the baton was to be picked up. And that's the, the triumph of, of the band to stay together and write and overcome that kind of thing. Mm. And the influence that Hillel had well, Hillel's legacy was, you know, fully realised. Yeah. I mean there's no it it sounds like if you wrote it as a fiction, some of the Chile's history, yeah. You wouldn't believe it. No. That that some guy would turn up and idolise yeah, some kid would turn up, a teenager would turn up, idolise Hillel, study his stuff, learn it, wrote and then and then of course they'd lose Hillel. And then this guy would join the band yeah, and, be and the take them to the fit. next level. Yeah. It's, it's some, it would be fiction. Fiction well, it, is often stranger than fact. Well, no. You, fact is often stranger than fiction. Is that's that right? what I meant to say. <laughs> 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 that, <that's, laughs> I, I delivered that with now. conviction. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you want to try and deliver it with as much conviction correctly? Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Fact is often. Stranger than fiction. You're absolutely right there, Sam. Thank and you, that's uh, very well delivered in the first time first you've done it. First time that, as well. Unbelievable. Straight off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> let's... Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, okay. I would, If you hadn't pointed it out, I wouldn't have even noticed. Never a name. No. Never a name. What a great lead line. And it goes into her beautiful vocal delivery as well. And that's what's often overlooked on these, uh, this, uh, this early chilli uh, stuff. Oh, yeah is this, this delivery for this song, The Swan Is Low, blended with the other band members singing other, other pitches to fill it out. Yeah, Maybe The Swan double-tracked this as well, I'm, mm. I'm not sure. Mm. But again, it's absolutely super-tight delivery of the vocals. I'm sure The Swan is double-tracked on this, but yeah, it's low. And actually, it's fantastic, but I'm almost yearning to hear him sing out a bit more. I like. I know it's perfect for for the song, and that, you know, it, it's. I've got no problem with it, but you know, knowing what he was to go on and do, I just would have liked him to. There's no place for it, really. But well, do you think maybe there is on the last verse? Because you got walking on down the road on the last verse at the end of the song. When I feel it tells off, do you think there's yeah. a place for someone to be saying walking on down the road and really picking it up? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and then and then that fading out would make more sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, possibly. But what I do want to just pick up on is the classic Chili's uh, ingredient, which is to repeat the first verse at mm. the end. Yeah, which I like because it's a good verse as well. Nice rhymes, I like well we, delivered. I like we talk about Bobby D. Who do you think Bobby D is? Bobby uh, uh, Robert Niro. Oh, nice. I thought it was no, Bobby. Da- I thought it was Bobby Davra. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, neither of them. But Bobby D is what you call Robert De Niro. Well, isn't it, it is, it. which is why I said that it's bound to be a me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I can't complete my own sentences. <laughs> um but uh no, I think it's it, this is one the reason I like this song f- it, from the swan's point of view is that it's well delivered and <laughs> I don't know what's going on out there. But it's he the the lyrics are great. You know, the rhymes are all there. Yeah. He delivers it really nicely. Uh, you know, it's just as we said for me, it's a standout track hmm. for so many reasons. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we will just have to apologise to listeners. There's a lot of background noise. This is what happens when one of you is sat outside and the other one is sat inside. Yes. And neighbours are doing things. What's going on? But um, all I know is I'm not as cold as I was two weeks Something to ago. do with stones, I think. I think it's something to do with dragging. Yeah. But, you know, this I'll t- is... I'll tell you what your neighbour's not doing. He's not recording a podcast out there. He's not walking on down the road. Well, it certainly isn't bad. topical. Great stuff. Let's get into the chorus. I did Shop. earlier, uh, and I did. Yeah. Did you walk around here? No, I got the uh, house ambassador to drop me off. Are you lazy? Well, Sam, I had to come with lots of heavy things to wear. Oh, true. You did come quite late. A box yeah. of beer. You brought a lot of beer. Yeah. No, you couldn't know. I take it back. A bag of ice. He couldn't have carried around what he what he bought. No. I, I forgot about all this extra stuff. Equipment. Mm. Chorus one. Let's talk about the first chorus. Oh, that's right, of chorus. course. Right, right back to the beginning. fine well, I'm just going to about the first chorus. Okay. What oh, the first chorus. What okay. a performance from Hillel here. What a distorted tony he's got over hard left and in the middle. Mhm. So And right? Over right, uh, the fills. Double stops. It's great because the fills catch the ear and he's doing double stops but you've got those massive chords going on, kind of down the center on the other side. It's genuinely great guitar playing. Mm. But at, at 55 seconds, timestamp, you get the main guitar, that, that chord guitar, banging in with a big cheeky bend on that low E. It, I love the choruses of this song. It's abs- they're absolutely perfect. I, every time I listen to it, I think, come on, this is going to be absolutely ideal. Mm. Until, of course, the last... Yeah, so I, I think you're right. Actually, it could have built slightly more at the end. There could have been something. Yeah, that's that's what I've written down. Yeah, but on that on the choruses, the bass locks in with the drums, so you get that huge sound. Halele yeah. is changing, brum, boom, Jing brum. Boom. Jackie and Flea doing their own thing. Not well, Jack Sherman, not Jack Johnson, Jack Iron. Jackie, Jackie, I, I. Actually, like this song so much that while it was going on, I thought to myself, "I'd I'd actually like them to re-record this." Why? Well, in Hidal's memory, Hmm. but just to bring (laughs) it, you know, just to bring it into the modern era because it's so good. I I don't think they need to. I just think they need to edit it, (laughs) (laughs) re-record it, and slightly change it, and and make it shorter at the end. Do something different at the end. Yeah, exactly. the solo, though, this is, again, it goes, again, it's just an example of what I thought was or think of as a perfect song. Going into that solo, it's Talkbox. Boom. I hate Talkbox. <laughs> he loves Talkbox. I hate Talkbox. He talk keeps box. bringing it up. But here we go again. It's a wonderful solo. At timestamp 206, GTP if you like, Kadel references the bends from the start song. You know, the wow, 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 wow. Yes. Halfway through the solo here, to bring the ear back to refocus you, he throws in a similar bend. Yeah. Similar couple of bends. Very clever. It is clever, but I don't don't trust him. (laughs) No, very clever man. Yeah, but uh, one looks like a clown or something. That's Alan Partridge. It's not. uh... No, no, we do trust him. Yeah, we Um, do. (laughs) Yeah. 210 aggressive. Oh, whammy. he's off. He's off. Hillel, <laughs> <laughs> Hillel loves a bit of open whammy bar, and, and you do get that on the guitar solo. He does. But you're a child of the 80s, uh, oh, I'm a child of the 70s, well, 70s. In many ways, um, but you love you love music that d- was developed in the 80s, and and so you're not as adverse to you know sort of 80s sounding guitar as I am. No, I love 80s sounding guitar. Yeah. Whereas I'm less keen on it. But Is not you completely. completely... You were born in the eighties. Yeah, I'm more of a nineties man. But not completely. I'm, I'm, I'm a nineties man. <laughs> 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 hang, on, hang on, hang on, a cotton picking man. Right, you're not more of a nineties man. Than <laughs> I am. Touch the nerve. <laughs> Touch the nerve. <laughs> <laughs> Touch the nerve. I was born in seventy-seven. Right. I'm not. Such, I was barely aware of the eighties. <laughs> yeah, well, I was completely unaware of them. I got. I came I, good I in really the nineties. I got 90s. my shit together <laughs> yeah. in eighty-nine. Well um, I went to secondary school. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I have a a fond memory of High Primary School, which I went yeah, to. For sure. Primary School. Sure, yeah. I have a, a, a many Look, it sounds like you're trying to convince yourself. I'm not. No. <laughs> um, but when I went to Nosewood, that's where my real memory <laughs> okay. started. So that we're was both, 89. We're both... <laughs> so I remember with both cho- <laughs> we're both, with both, we're both children in the 90s. 90s. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but you have more of an acquired taste towards 80s sounding. What well, I love, it. Oh, yeah. All the way through primary scars. <laughs> again. Yeah. Van Halen. I was like, Oh yes, Van Halen. Yeah. Let me hear more of that uh, locked locked tremolo arm sound that you have. Yes. So there we are. Um, proof okay. of proof we easy proof <laughs> of proof we either. I'm a man of the ATs I'm more of a nineties <laughs> man. Holy <laughs> fucking well, well, let let the listeners vote. Who is more of a 90s man? Yeah, vote inside of a Twitter poll. Who's more of a man of the 90s? <laughs> <Meals>. <laughs> there'll be two votes. If anyone does that, there'll be three. The person who sets up the vote. Yeah, me. And then me and you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you can't vote twice. So that's just going to no, be me and you. A listener who sets the vote up. Oh, OK. Who's more of a man of ninety, Sam or Ben? Well, we'll have to get our, our the, the chap who set up our last vote red hot chili potatoes. Ah, uh, potatoes and shout out, to shout potatoes out, to potatoes, as well. potatoes. Set the vote up. It'll just be potatoes. Me and you voting. Yeah, so it's, so, go, oh, it's going to be hinges. two one. <laughs> <laughs> hinges, oh, on, hinges on potatoes. Hinges on potatoes. Um, yeah, great stuff. Uh, Pete is at the end, but what a tune! Yeah, great song. But certainly, as I said, my favourite song on the album. It's not, my, it's not my favourite song on the album What's your favourite song on the album? Funky Crime Funky Crime, okay. okay Well, fair play Fair play if you think that's true then I do. You're a mug <laughs> <laughs> well, Let's move on to Love Trilogy Okay
1: My love comes And when it does It's a crazy kind of Selective
0: affection My love flows like a wise guy tide in the zaniest of a direction,
1: my love protection, my love and You better get some of my infection. My love can be a bigger than the Hoover Dam. My love can hide
0: behind. There we go. That was Love Trilogy by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Now, when we spoke to a friend of the show, and author of Red Hot Chili Peppers' FAQ, All It's Left to Know About the World's Best-Selling Alternative Band, Van Yes. He said this was his favourite Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Wow. I- I'm sure, Dan, if you're listening, I'm sure that you're telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not mine. No, and it certainly isn't mine. Is it a curate's egg again? Uh, remind me what that means. Uh, some, uh, some good, some bad uh no no it's not (laughs) (laughs) where do you place it on the on the on the scale of shit (laughs) (laughs) i think that's harsh yeah no that is harsh i'm you know that was for effect yeah um sure actually there is some good here there is some good i the the beginning i quite like the beginning that's a lovely beginning because you get that kind of uh, that kind of scar beginning Reggae beginning. It's difficult to tell exactly what style of music it is because they're not my exact styles of music. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I'm often swayed um, overly by my focus on the Swan. Uh, I, you know, you know me. I'm, I'm a singer, big fan fan Swan fan, big Swan yes, fan, Yeah, absolutely. And I just don't think this is his best stuff. I quite like him here. Okay, I, I quite like the the music. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah I just I don't know I just it doesn't let's go to the swan shall we yeah see what he says see what he's got to say what's he got to say in Scar Tissue how can he defend himself (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't even try no love trilogy became one of our all time favourite songs (laughs) so (laughs) your you're anti the swan the music started off like a reggae thing then it went to hardcore funk and then ended up in speed metal yeah there's there's your trilogy yeah
1: and There's again, trilogy.
0: having spoken about this earlier, seeing this live must be one hell of an experience. You know, it's, it's energy, it's, it's raw. I, I imagine it would be fantastic. Let's go to Amace then at this point. Amace says, Love Trilogy, a song about love as AK feels it in all of its zaniest directions. Mm. He really loves how it starts on one bass note, a single drum, hi-hat, and then the guitar playing, scar Lyrics are beginning very gently. I'll stop. I'll, I'll just interrupt you, Mace, there. Mm. I love this bass start. Boom. 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 You do, do you? Yeah. One of my favourite films is Dawn of the Dead, George A. Romero zombie classic. And it's yes. very reminiscent of the pulse of the soundtrack of Dawn of the Dead, which is very much da-dung, mm. da George Furee. And then, the of Rae, course... Ken Furee. When the zombies come in, yeah, it, it moves and uh, it starts, My love! Yeah. It's, it's my toes in the sand! My love! It's, it's my a dick, dick in my hand. hand! Yeah, that's what the zombies say in Dawn the Dead, yeah. yeah. But back to Mate, of course. Yes. Uh, it escalates into a manic frenzy, as the song progresses to its climax. It is, and I think that's one of the reasons why I don't like it. I don't like manic frenzies. Don't you? I never have. Well, he actually did say that to me a couple of years ago. In the where, where, oh, did I? Yeah, when just you, a couple of years ago. Yeah, no, not in the nineties. No. no, when I was a man. Nah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I, you should have said it to me in the eighties when I was a man and you were a boy. <laughs> okay, so um, Amy says some really good lyrics for Mako here. He, I really like the, and I like this. My love can be bigger than the Hoover Dam. My yes, love can hide no behind a grain of sand. My love for life is fueled by the love of my band. Yeah. That sums up. A band of brothers on the road working really hard to build up a, a fandom. Yes, yes. Which, in fairness to him, panned out. And my love is death to apartheid rule. There you go. Um, the power of equality. I'm behind that. AK always manages to get his friends and band members into his songs, which really shows his love for them. Again, shown in the next song, which is, of course, Organic anti beatbox Band. But we'll get there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Okay. Well, what? Would you, by the sounds of it, you like this song more than I do. So, talk to me. Ah. Uh, okay, sure. Well, he doesn't like it that much. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't realize. He lo- didn't realize you were going to have to talk about it. <laughs> no, I should have. I should have realized that. I love that intro from Flea. I love the fact that it, then the bass moves into that kind of scar kind of style line. Hillel is then playing that that scratchy beginning. Mm. Which is very scar, then he plays big open glassy chords, plays some rhythmic strumming, uh, and that's that section of the song. Then at, at, yeah. at timestamp 39 seconds, it starts to gain momentum. And Jack will talk about this about speeding up, but they do yeah. it twice in this song and then they, they organically slow down later on in the song. Well, yes, and Jack, I think, correctly points out that playing, you know, speeding up like this, but keeping the same energy and the same uh, power is not as easy as it sounds, and that, that is a point he, he, he makes. I think the, the drumming throughout this album is, although okay, there's some question marks over the production and, and that kind of thing, I, I just think it, it stands up, really, stands, it stands up to scrutiny. I think it, it's a great performance. I think it's simple yet effective, and as we said in yes. an earlier podcast, it's a, it's a, what do we say? It's an easy technique, but very effective. Yes, that's right. That was hilarious. We really <laughs> got into that one. We, really, we, we milked that. Well, one. Well, that was going to be on the. Yeah, that was going to be on the t-shirt at one point. It was. It just the didn't... thing is, we say so much bollocks, we can well, never remember it. That's right. Some of them take off, some of them don't, and some of them hit the t-shirt market, some of them don't. Well, only one of them said the t-shirt market. So, fine out. No, two of them. Oh, what's the other? We've got one? two t-shirts. Yeah, but that was just me saying that we should have on the back of it Two Two Young Brothers brothers on a a Hovercraft. And the other one hasn't got anything on it. No, and we stand by that. We are Two Young Brothers on a Hovercraft. And if you are new to the podcast, we live in the very town, it was upgraded from a village to a town, Yes, where Sir Sir Christopher Cockrell lived, Mm. who invented the Hovercraft. His house is currently being renovated. It is. I walked past it a couple of days ago. Is it still pink? I didn't look that closely. What do you mean you didn't look that closely? You don't have to look closely at a house to see what colour it is. I walked past it. Right. Well, you <laughs> didn't look at it. <laughs> <laughs> but we are... Two young brothers on a hovercraft crowd.
1: Telepathic go. loving <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing it anymore.
0: <laughs> okay, it so... Lucky to get that one out of me. Seven seconds into this song... You get very scary rim shots. Yes, on the delay, which is very scary. Jack talks about this. Extremely Jack talks, scary. Jack talks about the fact he knows not that much. I was going to be, I was going to misquote him there. Yeah, but I decided not to. Uh, I did that earlier. I've done enough misquotes. Yeah. <laughs> Can you read the um, the no Chum, I'm oh, sorry. No, Chum- <laughs> yeah. no, sorry. Jack, no sorry. Jack says for this song, this is all kick drum and bass guitar synchronization. No, fantastic. No. Uh, I really don't know much about reggae or ska music, but I do know that the sound on the snare is played by placing your stick sideways, usually with the bottom of the stick touching the middle of the snare, yeah, and then using the main body of the stick to hit the rim of the drum. Yeah, it's a rim shot. So I use this extensively on my song, My Little Corner of the World. Mm. Go to uh, the website bentownsendmusic.net, and you will find a link to my songs. Is this what website. this is all about for you? Just- yes, absolutely. I'm just plugging away. You are... I'm a, I'm a media whore. Yes. You're, you're a self-obsessed megalomaniac. I'm a, well, well, that's a double thing. Yeah, is it? Yeah, because I think to be a megalomaniac, you have to be self-obsessed. Okay, so you're a megalomaniac. Well, I'm self-obsessed. Sure. <laughs> anyway. He doesn't deny it. But here's the seven-second rim shot. And it's not a seven-second rim shot. It's a rim shot that happens at seven seconds into the song. Yes. It works so well for this song. And it happens again. Timestamp, 17 seconds, 25 seconds, 35 seconds, and then I simply put etc. It's a bloody bug on it. Oh, no. That's because we're sat outside. Well, got it. Us, I've got it on the fingertips. Half of fingertip. sat outside. Oh, it's on my tip. Uh, uh, I flicked it off. Carry so up. that lovely organic build from 32 seconds where they're speeding up, and as Jack says, it's incredibly difficult to, to naturally speed up in a band. And here yes. I think the swan's really key because the band are building up the intensity... The Swan lyric, uh, not lyrically, vocally yes. is just building himself up as well. Yeah. This almost sounds like it's a one take. Yeah, song. yeah. It, you're right. The Swan's delivery is extremely good, and he builds it up just at the right pace. Hmm. It all comes to a, to to a T at the right It Comes to fruition. Yes, it it uh, fru- fruifies exactly when you'd want it to. Oh, that's a lovely little reference if you, because, of course, uh, he will remain <laughs> nameless. <laughs> it wasn't, it, it was just me making oh, up. Oh, look it. at him. Every, every single time you can get him in, he's just making in. up a word, but uh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, listen, for what it is, it's well done. Okay, well, I just you- don't like what it is. Okay, well, let me take you to 53 seconds and I'm going to say. Ah, we're only 53 seconds in. Yes. This is bullshit. Okay, do this with golden content. I need math a bit. January 1980. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. He went. Oh, God. Spat all over my fingerless gloves. (laughs) Spat all over my glasses. At 53 seconds, here we go. We change tack. Yes big big bass line a great beat from jack irons this is the poppy bit hs hello slovak coming in with huge chords and he's doing them on the downbeat so like one and three of the downbeat he's playing on third beat if you take it from the point in the song where it starts building up because jack starts doing boom 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 on the kick on every beat 53 seconds Ugh, this is where the song really builds for me 53 seconds Flea plays a fantastic bass line 56 seconds he does it again but he plays its chords or at the minimum maximum chords at the minimum double stops one minute he plays a killer slap and pop line which descends slap and pops is uh, bread and butter bread and butter at this stage 103 plays a slap pop line which is ascending it's, he's thinking this is genius bass writing this is genius level bass writing. Christ, that's high level. Well, he, he's a genius. seven. as AK doubles his delivery, so he gets more, more and more busy mm. with his vocal delivery, mm. Flea goes into a repeating line, which matches the swan's delivery. Yeah, It's, it's fucking brilliant. Oh. As a, I know, I know. And we swear less and less on this show. We very rarely. But, ready, but so. that needed it. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. At one nineteen, though, we're off the next song. So, yeah, oh, good. No, not this. not the actual the next song the next song on Love Trilogy you're right
1: (laughs) oh god
0: (laughs) so 127 timestamp yeah yeah. (laughs) I can tell you love this song (laughs) we've got another natural speed up as as JJ says it's very very difficult to to get this to happen naturally which is but I can do it with who I've proven it with you 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 have you absolutely have proven it with me Yeah. they call me Metronomic Townsend uh, in some circles. Sam Metronomic Townsend. Yes. Uh, shortened sometimes to just Metronomic Townsend. Sometimes just Sam. Just Sam Townsend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> in fact, most people. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I've, I've never heard you be referred to as Sam Metronomic Townsend. No, the people who call me Metronomic Townsend are, are some of the people that only I know. Hmm. Uh, good people. Good people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is a really tight band. They're metronomic, much like you. Mm. No one is doing anything hard as they're speeding up and slowing down. They're just doing it really, really well. I guess there's three combinations. The first combination is people doing easy things, extremely well, very tight. Okay. I'll say in the next. thing. People doing well. People doing very complicated things, extremely tight, well. And the third thing is people doing very complicated things very tight, badly. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got one thing to say to you, sure. At 152 it switches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I realised as I was going through that there's a lot more combinations. Because what you've got there is three things which you can... I could have broken them down a lot further. Thank yeah. God you stepped in. <laughs> my love is my toes in the sand. My love is my dick in my hand. Mm, that's unsavoury. Well, you say that, but there's nothing wrong with putting your toes in the sand. No, no, that in itself is fine. Now I noticed at 155 there's a really fast triplet snare roll. I only, yes, I only noticed that though after <laughs> yes. our, our man in the northeast JJ brought it to mean Can you miss it? When was it? It is uh, 155, it? 155. The triplets narrow, which he has referenced on a couple of occasions already while listening to this album. And you're absolutely right. It's here again for all to see. If if you've got the trained ear hmm. and you're looking out for it, it's very quick. I I heard. I've it. Ne- I didn't. I've never noticed it. And then I thought, well, I'm, I honestly thought, I, I'm sure I would have heard it. Mm. I went back, and JJ put me, put me right. Mm. Put oh, me, God, yeah, it's there. Put me down the true road. Listen, JJ, as we know, is, uh, is skilled in this particular area. Well, this is his particular chessboard. It is. Well, he's got, as you say, he's got several chessboards. Well, he has. He's got a chessboard for all occasions. Well, he's a multi-hyphenate, as we said before. Chess. Drafts, yeah. yeah, checkers, yeah. That's if, the you, same. if you for those who are less interested in black and white squares, snakes, snakes and, ladders. and ladders, yeah, and Ludo and Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, JJ, thank you very much. If you, oh, should we, could, we could, I'd love to do a Ludo podcast. Uh, what would you call it? <laughs> the lewd cast oh no (laughs) goodness no that's too lewd sounds too too rude horrendous yeah Yeah. okay that's just me and JJ well is JJ interested in Ludo (laughs) he just said he's got some chess books. well yes but that doesn't necessarily mean he wants to do a Ludo podcast with you i'll, I'll, I'll do it but, <laughs> you know i'm, I'm still available if you're, if you're breaking off then i've obviously got nothing better to do yeah we'll do the chilies podcast every other saturday we'll do the ludo, ludo podcast yeah Lu, i mean the ludo hopefully the ludo cast will last for less time it's it's a short run what is ludo it, well I, is it the thing where you've got the thing in the middle i think the, you the have the pop-up, a pop-up thing. Thing. yeah the pop-up dice yeah. So, so presumably the swan was playing it when it was playing Breaking the Ice. So we could call it Pop In, But Don't Be Ludo. Mm, lovely. Lovely. Keep it clean. And the swan would be Popping the Dice Whilst Breaking the Ice. Yeah, Popping the Dice, Breaking the Ice with my dick in my hand. Mm, and my toes in the sand. And then we'd say, bang <laughs> on, son. Yeah. This is, uh, you know, we're trying to keep it and Ludo and don't talk about the sweet substance yeah <laughs> get in fact get off yeah <laughs> why you're the why singer- are you here? <laughs> you're the you, lead singer of the yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers you didn't come on to our Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> <laughs> podcast why and yet you've you you <laughs> appeared on episode one of <laughs> <But> Ludo why- <laughs> Ben of organic anti-beatbox band or as we would say organic anti-beatbox band mm, yes Christ yes Mace straight in there back in the day he was experiencing this in mm. the Muslim Rock era this is probably my least favourite song on Mofo it seems repetitive and too long and then finishes the album like it was a kind of jam session possibly it was mm. it does peter out a little yeah it does um, Mace does pick up on the fact that he thought they were all from LA but you learnt they weren't here There's an Australian. I mean, it is educational. One from the Holy Land. Yes. And one from Michigan. So let's just pick up here on those pronunciations. Yes, there is a... I'm I'm happy with the pronunciation of Holy Land. Fine, no problem there. Um, They say that one was born an Australian. Yeah, an Australian. Yeah, but he could have done that better. Because there's a much easier way of saying the word Australian. Within the, within within the, the metre of that song, he, well, should have, he it, could have done. It's uh, yes, it's very strange. We'll leave it at that, I think. And then, of course, he comes from uh, Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's clumsy. But, yes, but remember, this is early days. And he desperately wanted to rhyme land with Australian and Michigan. And it's not that early days. <laughs> it's three albums in. Three albums in and he's still trying to rhyme land Australian. Australian. So what's he trying to rhyme here? Land, Holy land, 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 Australian and Michigan. Okay, so the end of those words are land. Uh, yeah, Australian, La, un, so Australia. So and Michiga. Michigan. No, it's it's land, un, and gan. Where well, is if which you say is it like desperately, that? Desperately, that's the way you say it. It's Holy Land, Australian, and Michigan. It's Holy Land, Australian, and Michigan. And Michigan. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah, well, you've hey, just done it. Listen, you can rhyme anything with anything. Yes, <laughs> if you say, well, as we proved, you can rhyme uh, catter with "splatter." Yeah, well, you can, you can yeah. rhyme with well, <laughs> I mean, right? <laughs> <that> right. <laughs> <mean, that laughs> yeah. Then yeah. you can rhyme "cat" with "splatter," as we proved it. Sorry, it's was <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> with "splatter." Yeah, you can rhyme "Qatar." With gita? Yeah. Well, that actually rhymes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I was going to say splutter. Okay. Will you say a word? Okay. Uh, any word. Yeah. Um... There's millions of them. <laughs> yeah. No, That's no, I'm, trying, I'm trying to knock you out of the park. Okay. I'll just think of an easy one. Okay. Ranch. Do you say ranch? Ranch. <laughs> Which one? What <laughs> is it? Well, you can pronounce it how you like. Well, you, ranch, you, you, ranch, ranch. Ranch. Branch. Yeah, fine, <laughs> oh, you're just doing that, you're not trying to put it into a sentence. I know, we'll put it oh, into- in that case. Uh, well, I know a particularly difficult, difficult one that even Eminem struggled with. Is it orange? It, no, it, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you <were big. laughs> See,
0: I'm, I'm a fucking rap fan. Yeah, well, I think I have been there before. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll choose a different one. Sorinj. <laughs> right. I, have, I think if I have got a rhyme for that Yes It's orange <laughs> Shit Okay what Pit. about this then <laughs> Yeah um, Chest of drawers Oh that's a good one drawers. Okay I have many oh, floors you. oh, Okay never. well let's wrap back and forth then Fine Wine <laughs> Yeah Swine no. <laughs> okay, we've got to go. Oh, loop. you've got. I'm <laughs> saying you start a line. Oh, right. Rap back and forth. Right, so you want me to do an actual line within it? Yeah. Okay. I suggest you should say, I want to be a gangster. Okay, I want to be a gangster. I think he's the worst guy. But we need to be more original than that. Oh, okay. Well, you where you started. <laughs> I did. Okay, fine. Um, yo, I just went down the street. And what I saw was a pile of. <laughs> <laughs> Pete. <laughs> a pile of Pete. <laughs> You went down the street. <laughs> yeah, so of paint. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I I'll tell you, it was really hot. It was like real heat. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't. It was a pile of peat. <laughs> 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 You've got the... Say I've gone straight back to peat again. <laughs> I'm not a bear. I'm not a bear. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> the best rapper. Okay. Here we go. let will start again. we we'll give it one more try. Mm-hmm. Give it one more try. Mm-hmm. As I went walking down the hill, mm. I was carrying my tea. I must not spill. But then I went... I wrote my will. <laughs> I read it out loud. I sounded shrill. Nice. <laughs> nice. He mouthed nice to me. You've got to break the pattern. I'm just coming. Uh, okay. To... But then I went up the stairs. Fine. It was then I realised I like pears. <laughs> i not a pear. <laughs> <laughs> see, this is what happened. It's a, it's a, and this is why you've got to give credit to the swan. Yeah. Well, it's not free star rapping. Okay, I've got one, one last thing. Okay. As I sit outside the garage, I can see some ant killer there. Yes. Okay. Okay. You go. I'm going to change that. Fine, fine, okay. fine, fine. Listen to me, I'm not ant killer. I was carrying my tea, I could not spill it. <laughs>
1: it rhymes about us about it rhymes it, rhymed. it, rhymed. Get any it.
0: it <laughs> <laughs> hang on it's not it my fault you said another word that rhymed was spiller <laughs>
1: Right, okay. Come on, let's do That's this Okay, one. yeah, okay.
0: Fuck yeah. <laughs> me. <laughs> 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 All right. Just <laughs> <laughs> going to mouth for a bit. Sorry, people, that was... You see how it is, it's so easy just to revert to type? Pipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, pipe. <laughs> okay, so walking down the road, smoking my pipe, it was really easy to return to oh. type, you should say. Oh, yeah, fine. No, I was going to say, although I like fish, I don't like tripe. Nice. <laughs> I don't want to spill my tea. <laughs> yeah. I was walking down the street, having a pee. <laughs> Guess what? Don't want to spill my tea. Yeah. Pipe. All right. Organic anti Beatbox Man by the Whittle two Peppers. Enough freestyle rapping from two men. Yes. One in the garage, one outside. <laughs> yeah, we might not include that whole section. We will. Because right. I'm not editing Fine. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Well, there, there you go.
1: is <laughs> Moses i oh, well, you've
0: been smoking too many cigareños. I've got plural, see. So. Oh, dear. This song is so strong I've written. Comes in on the boomer. Hillel on the galloper. Another galloping line. Big screams. It sounds like a party song, doesn't it, from the off? Yes, it does, if you're that, into this kind of party. Yeah, but, but uh, they've already mentioned a party, but it's not that kind of party anymore. This is a song no, party. And this is, no, this is a much a different more, kind of party. This is a more inclusive party. Yeah, and... They're shouting at the beginning. I thought, "Yeah, cool," and I've always thought that when I listened to this song. And I, I love this song because I got bought into this on the Dave Navarro era. This is why I was introduced to the song because when they were when Dave was in, they were playing um, this song. Yeah, I, I call it OABBB. Mm. What I hadn't noticed so much on the recording is they're constantly screaming and shouting. Pretty much all the way through. So you're picking up on a production quality that you're not fond of. Well, yeah, production decision. Yes. Where from verse two onwards, there's an underlying sound. If you listen to it through a decent pair of headphones. Yes. Double gas attack. (laughs) (laughs) We've both reached the peak of our gas quality. There's people yelling all the way through the song. Yeah. And it's distracting. Right, it is, but I won't be distracted by it that often. Uh, no, true. <laughs> don't, don't listen to that. Often. I won't listen to it that often. But it, it is. It's a. It's a decision. It's bad decision. <laughs> it's bad decision. A uh, vision. But the thing is, and this is what Jack. Schism. This is what Jack's touched on. Yeah, I see what you're doing. Um, Schism. is relevant. It, it, yes, it is sex rap. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, rhythm. Excuse him. Um, but what Jack's touched on is the production quality here is all over the place, and it has been throughout the whole album. Talks to me, JJ. Well, he says here, bloody hell, let's try and decipher this one. Okay. Let's, let's try. Nice to hear. Oh, no. Hang on. No. <laughs> oh, hang on. <laughs> hang so, on. Read, That's read the wrong it, song read, again. Read so, out No um, Trap Love Sucker. Yeah. He says here, that, that genuinely was the wrong song again. Uh, this is all kick drum and bass guitar synchronisation no Jack has one hell of a right foot not much to say about this song but Jack keeps it tight fast and powerful that's what she said that's what he said uh, but what he actually says is Jack's hi-hats snare and kick drum haven't half taken a beating during this album yeah true true dat and that is useful the ride cymbal make, makes a second album appearance now that's ridiculous isn't it I know I know that staggers me, and I'm not even a drummer. Hmm. And you're not easily staggered. No, so that says it all. I'm not really sure what else to say about this song. It kind of sums up the drums on the whole album. Funky, straight down the middle, tight, solid. And a somewhat lack of dynamics and ride cymbal. That's a good summation, though, from, from Jack, I think, because there's not much flair here on the album. But it's very, very solid. Yeah. And it, wor- it works for this particular album. Yeah, it's fine. If you're looking for a solid, you know, just someone... Uh, think of another drummer who just is solid and... Paul Geary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's done it I and mean, he is right. I have to back him up here. He is right. Absolutely correct. Uh, think, of a, think of another drummer who isn't... Who's not an extreme. Yeah. Or wasn't an extreme. I was going to... I mean, you know, to be a little bit more controversial, I would say S- Stephen Adler. No, I completely disagree. No, well, that's fun. Uh, Steve Adler, I think, is the most bouncy. Yeah, and uh, flary. No, well, he's not necessarily flary, because that—that would. But be... he has got a lot of variation. Yeah, but he's so bouncy. I, yeah. I feel that the drums here are quite not flat-footed. No, that would that would be a disservice to Jack Irons. But Steve Nader is the most bouncy be drummer. I hear ever heard. Jack's. Um... Yeah, Jack. jack listen to Appetite on, for Destruction. Yeah, and what his feedback would be on on Adler. I mean, we love we love the drumming on that album. Yeah, so is, we yeah. are we are biased. We're firmly in the Adler camp. But if you want to hear a bore, it's see, even Paul Geary, who uh, uh, full disclosure here was the first drummer for Extreme. He's a much more basic drummer, which suits that band because there was a lot of flair going on on yes, the guitar. exactly. That's the thing, isn't it's it? It's suits where, the band. Yeah, flair where flair is needed. If you haven't got any flair anywhere else, then by all means get a flairy drummer. Yeah. But if you've got flair all over the place... Flair elsewhere, then, then... You're not a pair. You're not a pair. No, pear. exactly. If you've got that flair, get a pair. <laughs> Stick him on the kit. He will be sick. That doesn't matter. No, but it was young. Yeah, it was very vibrant. <laughs> okay, what else we got for? I think it just goes on a bit, doesn't it? We won't do any more rhyming, by the way. No, we won't. Say. So. Yeah. Yes, it does go on. It's the solos are a missed opportunity. It's a load of sort of whammy ball wankery. Oh no. Yeah, I'm sorry. It is. I agree. Um, what I don't like is just kind of noise solos. No, I like, you don't. I like a solo to add and to build a song. Yes. And for all the great um, guitar work Hillel does on this album, mm. this, is a low, this is a low point. Unfortunately, it's at the climax of the album. And it's another funny thing. As the song ends, it ends on that kind of jammy feel. Yeah. And it doesn't go out on a particular high. No, it's a very strange decision, isn't it? It's not the sort of thing you would think, you know, you want to end on. Maybe, the thing is, they, they must have really enjoyed playing this song. And it's easy then to think, okay, we'll stick it as the climax. Because everyone else is going to enjoy it. Maybe they did. But listening back to it now, it's not the climax to the album that, that we would want. No. But what would have been? You know, what would you have? How would you have restructured this to make it better? No, I tell you, I will tell you what. I was put the last song, walking on down the road. Yeah, but then no, because that piece is out. love trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think you would end up on love trilogy. Yeah, and just switch up, um, just switch up BBB Yeah, up one, and have Lo- love trilogy finish it yeah no, no I agree with. Really well. I think it's just that would be just a simple restructuring. or just and or it, just tighten up organic anti-beatbox band a bit. Yeah, but the feeling of the song is not is not that way inclined, is it? It is an organic song. it's it's anti-beatbox <laughs> <yeah>, band. <laughs> so it, that's not going to work. You can't do that, but the, I think I, the overall feel of this album it is one of fun, sun. Uh, no, we said we wouldn't do any more. Rhyming. No, we wouldn't. No. I apologise for the amount of rhyming and rapping we've done because we did this a couple of episodes ago. Last episode <laughs> was it? Last? No, it wasn't. Last episode. It was. I was inside when we did it. Oh yeah, because you weren't a pair. Yeah, exactly. So you know, we don't want to retread old ground. Well, we've never done that. No, it's never. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll sum this up for me. It's not the best song on the album, and we'll go from there. We'll do. Do you want to do a top three? Off the album? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is it, this is completely off the cuff. Uh, so it is uh, going to be good stuff. And it might be a bit rough. <laughs> oh, no. He, <laughs> he spotted it. I tried to <laughs> tried to slip one in, but he was there like a flash. It won't be a car crash. <laughs> no, no. stop it, then. Stop it. Right. All right. Oh, shit, man. I've only got half the list here. Okay, well, have a look at this list right. and make your decisions. Uh Top three. Oh yeah, well uh, we know where you're gonna Hmm OK, yes, yes. Very it's very straightforward. For you, I in your humble. Yeah, in my humble it's very straightforward. Okay pass it back because uh Yeah. Got it. Does it have to be in any particular order? Yeah, one, two, three, of course. Okay, fine. This is completely off the cuff. Go on, then. Despite what I said earlier, I'm going to go, okay, I'm going to stick with what I said. Number three first, please. Number three first is going to be backwards. Wow. Wow. Number three for me will be... (sighs) Fight Like a Brave. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I considered that. Number two for you? Number two for me is... Number two for me is going to be... Do you want to see the list again? No. Me and my friend. Okay. Number two for me is going to be walking on down the road. Okay. So, all right, fine. Number one for you? Number one for me is walking on down the road. And can you guess what number one for me is? Uh, Well... I'll give you a clue. Okay. It's some kind of crime. Oh, of course. Yes. It's a funky crime. It's a funky crime. Well, I, th- I feel like you've gone a little bit more eclectic with your selections. I, I, I feel a bit basic with mine. Well, mm. you're, you're a much more basic. Well, I'm a, I'm a basic man of the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get, on to the, uh, let's get on to the social, shall we? Yeah, we're moving on. i to it I guess got to Into the socials we go. If you want to be part of this madness, then get in touch. The email is music at hotmail.com. Everything to do with the hosting and the rest of it is at net. That's the website where we host this craziness. That is the website. Sam, university speaking RXCP odd Sam. Where's that? That's on Reddit. Okay. Good luck. If you want to contact us there. Yeah. I am Unispeak RHCP Podcast on Reddit. Again, yes, you are. Yeah. Reasonably good luck. Well, you're always on it, aren't you? No, never. Tw- Twitter, that's where you can find us. At universally, universally RHCP is me. Yes. Sam, you are. I am at Stack Townsend. And on Insta, I am universally speaking RHCP underscore pod. And so am I. Pictures <laughs> crazy flying out there. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, the the kind of things we're putting out there. We we, we wore our T-shirts, didn't Unbelievable. we? Yeah, we, yeah, we had our, our t-shirts. t-shirts on. We had our metal asterisks. Genuine thanks to Ollie Price, those metal asterisks. We know we've had a, a good laugh. Uh, but I think your podcast name is, is Piper. Pipey. Yeah, <laughs> Pipey. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So, Ollie, Ollie Price. Ollie Price, Pipey. Pipey. Yeah. yeah congratulations, you've got... you. Not only an ambassador badge. No, he's got an ambassador badge. We love listeners and we love naming them. And he has ended up with Pipey. Well, Andy Mason wrote and he got A-Mace. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's the way it goes. You get what you're giving around here. Well, as that band said, you get what you give. You only get what you give. Mm. Mm. That was that band. That was the New Radicals. It was. That was from the 90s. So that was your. That was, that was, <laughs> look, I know a lot about it because yeah. I am a man of the 90s. And all I know about is. Well, uh, you know about is Erasure. Yeah. Well, no, I know about um, Kai Minogue when she said. Yeah, Minogue and Donovan. said Papakois. I still love Jeunesse Papakois. I suppose you're big into New Romantic, eh? Oh yes, I was hugely into the in your romantic scene when I was at the primary school. <laughs> yeah. It was I was wearing easy. a duffel coat. Yeah, yeah, he used to come home playing dressed like Adam Yeah Adam Ant plus with That's the Ants. Yeah, with a swipe on your face. Mm. Yeah, I mean that all that is It's all true. true. It's yeah. all <laughs> it's all true. Unequivocally true. But we must now move out of this new romantic sector mm. into, the, into the song, which I'll add in at the end of the episode. Wh- what's it going to be? Who knows? I never know until I do it. Uh, walking on down the road, I'd say. Okay. What, that riff? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, well, that might be it. Here we go. It's been Uplift Mofo Party Plan. It's been two episodes. Uh, what, yeah, what an episode. And we did our top three. Yeah, yeah. what was yours again? can't remember. <laughs> but funky Crime was top. Yeah, he loves Funky Crime, this lad. If you love Funky Crime as much as Ben... Tweet in. Do. If you love whatever I chose, walking on down the road. Me and my friends. Oh, come on, mate. I was just trying to appeal to the mass audience. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, we are out. Thank you very much for listening. And we say goodbye. Thank you very much. And we'll see you next time on Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. Podcast. Oh, you said uh, cast, and I said cast. Mm, I was going to sing, Good night, sweetheart. That's all I meant. <laughs> <laughs>